said, all right, now it's official, the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast, episode 16, here we are, it's me, it's Dave Z, it's Christian, it's two people, (laughs) it's it's me and Dave Z, (laughs) yeah, who's me, I didn't say me and Dave Z, I said it's me, comma, Dave Dave Z, and I don't know, I thought it rhymed, maybe it'd be okay, another wonderful intro, ladies and gentlemen. Flawless. All right, all right. That's all I got to say, and I go on from there. Um, yeah, we don't have to introduce anybody except, except it's straight talk only tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare three. There you go. And the reason I say that is because um, of our guest. I, I knew that he would know that line because he is a Nightmare on Elm Street fanboy, if I'm not mistaken. Much like we're Friday fanboys, at least Christian and, and myself. So, anyway, without further ado, our very first guest in the history of Exploding Heads, ladies and gentlemen, from Evil Episodes, from the Theme Warriors, he is the man that we all love, and his name is Mike Merriman. Welcome to the show, Mike. What's up, guys? Nice to be hanging with the cool kids tonight. (laughs) Yeah, it's about fucking time, huh? Yeah, welcome aboard. Yes, welcome to the big boy table. (laughs) Oh. I've arrived. We have arrived. It's 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 a it's official. Now I'll tell you what about evil episodes, guys. Uh, they've gone over a hundred. That is an accomplishment. Yeah, that's well, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. I plan I plan on retiring after about sixteen. Yeah. Oh, this is the, how you're gonna the, break the, us that news. This was the audition. <laughs> <laughs> it that's goes why Mike's here. Out goes Brandon. <laughs> right. That's why Mike's here. <laughs> At the end of the show. Yep. Changes. The most interesting, or I guess, uh, funny thing is when I when I started the show, it was pretty much Walking Dead, Dexter, and I think American Horror Story might have just started. And I thought, man, I'm gonna have to end up using most of the show to talk about like older TV shows, which I didn't have a problem with. But that was gonna be like probably 50% of the show in the beginning, and like after about a year year and a half into it, there's so many damn shows coming out all the time that I really haven't had time to cover anything, so we're trying to actually get back to covering older stuff. Uh, but, right. yeah, they're, they're, I, I would say it, we've probably reached our peak because we're at the point now where, like, shows are popping up and disappearing after a season, so I think we're we're about to start hitting the, the decline era again where networks are like, all right, horror is not necessarily an automatic ratings thing anymore. So, but, you know, it was kind of fun while it lasted the past few years. Oh, man, who are you kidding? There's so <laughs> many fucking horror shows. They're not going away. They're, believe me. They're, no, they've been dropping like flies lately. But they're popping up just as much. Well, the the good ones, like, that bring in, like, the big ratings, they're going to stick around as long as they want, but you're starting to see, like, networks aren't giving... The ones that aren't producing ratings in the first season, they're like canceling them after the first season now. Because I believe, yeah, didn't, didn't Lucifer get canceled? Yeah, did it? I didn't know that. I know Damien got canceled, obviously. Uh, um, did and now there's already like an Exorcist show coming out with Gina Davis. So, what? yeah, that's coming. I think the Fox, if I if I remember correctly. Get the so, fuck out of here! Really? I don't want to even. Ugh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> 
Actually, I can't complain. Let me let me take that back. I said it before. We had somebody questioned us uh, on an earlier episode, and I said it then, and I'll say it now. I'll give any show a chance now because they, they take us by surprise. Yeah. I mean, with oversaturation, you're going to get a lot of bad ones, but there's going to be ones that you probably don't expect to be good that end up being really good. Well, I'll tell you. It worked you out. About every genre, too, because you know, think of how many shit brow like, uh, sitcoms we've gotten and whatnot and they're just horrible and, and so yeah you're right it's just going to be there's going to be a lot of crap to, to uh, wade through maybe but i still think there's quality coming out and again you guys like shows that i don't like scream queens uh and dave i remember you said damien you like damien i i watched that first episode and i just it, got it, was, better. it was so forced i just couldn't get into it it got better damien after like the third episode it started coming together and then like the last three were fucking pretty solid yeah, and that's why it's gone. I, I didn't. I, yeah, I really didn't like Screen Queens until maybe about like three or four episodes in, and they got rid of some of the characters, and it kind of became the uh, <laughs> that it's Emma Roberts, right? Yeah, man. yeah. Once yeah, it became Emma. like the Emma Roberts showcase, I was like, all right, now it's it's getting good. Um, Scream, I thought was good. Season two is like about halfway through now, I think. I haven't even finished the first episode yet. I have them all. I just, for some reason, I didn't run back. I don't know why. I just, but I'm going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm like way behind on stuff because recently uh, I moved. So that took all my time. So I have uh, a bunch of stuff just sitting on the DVR, like uh, that show Outcast. That was like Robert Kirkman's. Uh, other thing besides Walking Dead, it's kind of like a demon possession show. I haven't even started that. There's like five episodes of that sitting on there. Uh, wow. Some show that started on the network used to be ABC Family, but they changed the name of it. They're trying to go after like an older demographic. It's called like Dead Summer or something like that. that what? Yeah. The station is called Dead Summer. No, no, no not the, the station. Show. The show. The you show. said you said the station. I thought you said the station was ABC Family, and they're trying to change the name of that station to go to a higher uh, demographic. They did change so, it to dead. try, but they didn't change it to Dead Summer. Dead Summer is one of the shows on it. Well, that, okay. Yeah, <laughs> guy, uh, Facebook was talking about it today. It's uh, yeah. It's I've, never, I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's dead basically summer. I think it is. Sorry, Mike. Right, yeah, all right, that's it. Dead of summer. Yeah, it's like a it's like a camp counselor type thing. So I'm assuming it's probably like a Friday the thirteenth without Jason, but I like I said, I haven't really seen any of it yet. I just haven't had time, but I have it all sitting on the I think it's two or three episodes in. Um so I, I haven't even got around to watching Slasher and that's on Netflix. Me neither. I know. I know. There's no you have time. To check it out. You gotta check it out. it's not totally successful, but what an opening and there's some great, great uh, episodes like anything there's a couple of padded ones and you'd say for eight an eight episode show it's kind of upsetting that there's a couple of padded ones but overall it's successful but interesting to hear what you guys think of that i meant to watch it when it originally aired on chiller and then i i forgot to set the dvr and all of a sudden it was like three episodes in and i was like ah i don't want to start then so i, I just waited it seems like it got to netflix pretty quick this exorcist yes. promo is it looks like a mid-season cancellation to me Oh, yeah? Uh. <laughs> we'll see. We shall you, see. Well, when, when you said Gina Davis, I got excited. I'm like, well, not excited. But I was like, okay, Gina Davis, she's a name. I'm like, let's see who else is in it. I don't recognize anyone else in it except um, Cameron from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about stars, man. If it's I want stars. I want big Hollywood. Yeah, I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star. 
I'm a Dave. big, bright, shining star. <laughs> Dave, did you see <laughs> of uh, Wayward Pines? Oh, you know what? I didn't rush back to watch that either, and I'll tell you why. Part of the reason is what was so great about the first season was the mystery of what was going on for the first six, seven episodes. Now, yeah. the cat's out of the bag. I don't know if it's going to be... It's, you're taking that element away from it. Granted, I will still watch it, but I just... I'm just really short on time right now, fellas. It's Dave, just... I did the same thing you did. I watched season one. I really enjoyed it. And then once season two started, I started DVRing them. And then I just deleted them all. I'm like, eh, I'm in no rush to get back to this. <laughs> yeah. it's Well, Mike, can, uh, we should wrap up the TV talk. Tell us about that. What, what, what have you thought about Wayward Pines? Uh, it, season two, I would say it's definitely different for the reasons you said. They kind of, uh, a lot of what they're doing now is they're kind of exploring like the background of how how Wayward Pines came to be, like when they first... Oh, it's more prequel shit? Sort of. I mean, they kind of go back and forth between the aftermath of what happened in season one and where they go from there, and then they'll, they'll show flashbacks to like how they originally built it up and things were kind of going wrong and like moral dilemmas and all that. Um, I still think it's good, but yeah, it's definitely different now that no surprise. Anytime like a, a character on screen's left out of the dark, it doesn't have the same effect because we're not left out of the dark. So right. the whole first season when Matt Damon's like going through shit, you kind of were as a viewer too, experiencing that same like what the hell, but you don't really have that in the second season. Yes, exactly. That 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 was that's what I figured. But uh, let me ask you this: Remember the way season one ended? Okay, remember when they when they wake up and they see what's going on and you know who's being worshipped now, etc. You know, okay, you, you remember the way it ended, right? Yeah. Now, did they pull a fucking Evil Dead two freaking Army of Darkness switcheroo and fucking change that? No, they good. Okay, still have that. Um, I mean, I I think the biggest reason why season two had to be so drastically different is because back when the first season aired it was actually like a mid-season dump off show that the network because it had been i remember yeah it had been filmed like two years i think before it actually aired and i don't know if they just didn't know how to market it or what so they just dumped it in the middle of summer not expecting it to do anything and then it got good ratings and they're like oh shit now we have to have a second season even though they ended the first season like it was going to be the end of the show period so i think they kind of they scrambled because they couldn't get most of the actors back even if they tried to write them in because they're all on to other projects because it was long ago so they were kind of screwed and they oh, had that's right different direction yeah there, there are a, a few people back but you either you know they're the more like unknown people that yeah. could use the work I, yeah well i was just wondering too um mike do you bleach your ass <laughs> sorry sorry i just realized we're 16 minutes into the mo- the show and we went we almost went without a bleach reference, so I was getting a little worried. I'm I'm sorry, so only on days that end with a Y. Yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> What's the California way, right? I think everybody there just it's instantaneous bleaching of the asshole. They do that before they cut uh like right when you come out of the womb, I think. Yeah, or if you move here and you go to the DMV to change your address on your identification, <laughs> they hand you like a pamphlet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> your asshole and you Yeah, it goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I guarantee. Cali. Yeah, I guarantee that's where bleached asshole started was in Cali. <laughs> yeah. 
That's all I'm saying. I just have a good feeling, you know? Probably. San Fernando Valley down south, yeah. Yeah, maybe Los Angeles, you know? Shit's crazy out there. But anyway, yeah, so Mike, it's a again, we're, we're thrilled to have you here. It's actually so cool that you started your show. And like you said in the beginning, you didn't know, you know, you were probably worried about having enough material to cover because you, it was just supposed to be TV horror. So now it's a fucking overabundance. It's, it's just amazing what's happened in a couple of years. Yeah, now like when I get with Brian and Jamie, when we start doing show prep, it's like, all right, what what do we actually have time to cover on this episode, and what do we have to push off to the next one? Because we're not trying to have three, four-hour episodes. Exactly. Speaking of that, we should move on, or we're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Evil Episodes podcast is on Horophilia, along with Theme Warriors. <laughs> 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 Check them out. Horophilia Network. Rock and roll. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Now, let's, uh, just a quick reminder, everybody, please rate and review and subscribe. Get on there now. Do your thing. I'll say it now. Most people say it at the end of the show. I'm saying it now. I'm getting it the fuck out of the way. While we're on that, guys, I have an announcement. We finally have 10. In fact, we have more than 10. We have 11 now for the uh, the write-ins. So that means we can have a, a giveaway. Yeah, yeah, definitely 11. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 11 that I know of because one came. On it's your face? Not... <laughs> one came on my face. Oh, oh, hey. Oh, come on. <laughs> Leave it. Let it dry. And then I'll peel it off and eat it. <laughs> oh, eat it. Oh, I'm moving on. Like, Enough's like enough. Pudding skins. Now listen, check it out. Oh, Mike's like, what the fuck did I agree to? <laughs> we don't actually review horror movies on this show. <laughs> Mike listens. Uh, he's he's pretty familiar with uh, our antics. Right? Yeah, I'm a regular listener. Yes. All right. Mike. Thanks, All right. Mike. So I yeah, giveaways, to... giveaways, giveaways. <laughs> We're gonna figure that out next show. But bottom line is, I've been saying, well, as soon as we get ten written, we can have it. Right. I got I got an idea. I'm thinking about giving away my virginity. <laughs> I thought Blake Phillip took it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he only took my anal virginity. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Check it out. Because this one comes from Australia, it's not on the list. Because it's it's like we talked about before, different iTunes. There's Canadian iTunes, American iTunes, and Australian iTunes. Yeah, they got a lot of kangaroo music. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's very frustrating, though. I don't understand why iTunes can't just band together and just... you review the show, you see the show. How are you supposed to find out other than jumping country jumping? Are you going to know that you've gotten this review? It's the if you turn setup. if you t- if you go to it's iTunes so and you turn your computer screen upside down, that's the Australian iTunes. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, to my Aussie friends, this is America. I mean, this is what you got to put up with. I mean, holy shit. I know we're close enough that we have to deal with a day in and day out. But when oh. you're down under, yeah. Come from the land down under. Uh, I'm singing. I'm a singing fool tonight. Uh, so let me get back to this point. Neil Robson messaged me on Facebook because he had something to say. He left a rating. He's the official number 10. So check it out. Hey, guys, couldn't find the Exploding Heads email address on the Facebook page. Oh, we got to change that. Well, okay. Uh, wanted to email you my iTunes review as no one will see it being Australian iTunes. Boo, iTunes. Here's my review 
for you, E.H. Top of the mops. <laughs> mops. Dave Z, Christian and Brandon have great chemistry. I hear they live in three separate houses, human centipede style. <laughs> in great knowledge of horror, along with the aspects of the genre as a whole. The banter between the three is hilarious. The way they do their reviews is very well done, as they give a general overall review of the movie chosen that week, then advise they're going into spoiler territory and give a further in-depth review. A top-notch horror podcast that everyone who's into horror should subscribe to. So Nice. Thanks, Neil. That's awesome. Thank- yes. Awesome. So that's, do, a- that's what we do on this show. It's toot our own horns, but I love it. Thank you for the review. I can't disagree with anything you said, Neil. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> but, but thank you. Yes. Yeah. And I believe we have one more. So, like I said, it, it's actually eleven. So it, it was going to happen either way. But let's see what this newest one is. Oh, wait a minute. Oh man, and another one I just discovered. Wow. So we got two more. Is this from Japanese iTunes? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm logging into all the different ones. Yeah. <laughs> Just read us all the symbols you see. So we have <laughs> house, house, dog, upside down house, dog, squiggly lines, dog, house. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so uh, offensive. So. so now we have 12. Make it 13 with Neil. That's all oh, lucky 13. Nice. On the air discovery. Sweet. I'm not going to read them all because I, we're just going to do one a week, you know? But we have more, so. So that's good. So thank you, guys. We asked and, and, uh, and you answered. So we're going to have a giveaway. we got some stuff here. i got some horror swag. I'm going to fucking do a drawing, and we'll send some some good stuff out to you. So that's the first one. We'll do that maybe next show. I don't know. Yeah, we'll do it next show. Some swag. Yeah, some swag. And I don't even I don't even belong to any one of those uh, those groups. You know, that, that like Mike, what's that thing called? Everyone does some horror box or whatever the hell they are. Horror block. Block. Yes, I'll be horror block for somebody for a month. So, yeah. Yes, so, free stickers coming your way. Hey. Yeah, and explodingheadshorrorpodcast at gmail.com. It's real easy. Everyone listening, you want to send an email, please send an email because we'll read them all on the air like we always do. So, which will bring me to the next order of business. There is an email, and this is, uh, this is interesting. Okay, this comes from our friend, once again, Craig Chaos. From the Uncommon Interest Podcast. Nice. Hey guys, just heard the Hush episode and you guys talked about TV horror. Are any of you watching Dead of Summer with Tony Todd? Wow. See? I knew <laughs> someone talked about it. I I saw that. Wow, it's crazy. <laughs> the new station, Dead Summer. <laughs> See? This, this, is, this is chaos. <laughs> yes, it is. My DVR is all caught up on it. <laughs> there you go. We're getting there. So I didn't know Tony Todd was in it. That, that's good. So he says it's really good. Then he says I was, uh, and I was wondering your guys' thoughts on the new vampire film Neon Demon. It has a very starry eyes vibe. Yeah, starry eyes. Starry eyes vibe. Starry eyes. Is that the pirate version? Starry eyes. Starry eyes. Starry eyes. Something on you there, honey. Starry oh. eyes, starry eyes. I haven't seen uh, it, but people I was, mixed reviews. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say I was planning to go see Neon Demon 
because it was playing at the local theater and it was gone in like four days. So yeah, me too. I've had had it in one theater near me and it was gone in a few days and it really pissed me off because that looks like my type of movie. I yeah. love Starry Eyes. Me too. Me too. I can't believe it. The same exact thing happened to me. I looked yeah. one day and I said, oh, I'll go this day. And then fucking it was gone. It was like a couple of days later. It like, oh, must have just done total limited release. And, <laughs> I've heard good things, but I'm not surprised because, again, it looks like a stylish, style over substance type of film that people are probably going to see and going to be very confused by. Hmm. Seems like a movie I'm going to really like, but I can only recommend it to like a few people. Otherwise... The other ones will never want to talk to me again because you like that. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> That's so fucking. You like to have to think. <laughs> I want my horror spoon fed to me. Yeah, they fucking do. Uh, that's a spoiler for me, though. I didn't know it was a vampire film. I actually didn't know either. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know either. So Damn I don't. You, Craig. Of course. Way to go, Craig. Way to go, Craig. Way to cause some chaos up in here. Yeah, I don't. Uh, unless it's not like literal, I don't know. We can. Just, uh, Maybe uh, it's not a vampire film. Maybe he wants us to think it's a vampire film, and there's actually no vampires in it. Well played, well played. <laughs> but I know it gets pretty violent towards the end. I heard it gets pretty violent, so it must be a vampire or something, because vampires are violent. <laughs> very, very. <laughs> <laughs> that went absolutely nowhere. Vampires are violent. That's what we've learned today. <laughs> If you take home one thing from this episode is that vampires are violent. <laughs> and then and 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 then neon, neon, neon demon is a vampire movie. You could take and Star Yars is a pirate porn. <laughs> <laughs> Shiver me timbers. Vampires' lives matter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now to sum it up, <laughs> he says. Also, here again is the link to the Cory Gory. So, did anybody look at uh, Corey Gore yet? Holy I saw shit. the link, yeah. I watched the first 15 minutes, and it is bong. It, you have to see it. It's bonkers. It's so bad, but you know you're going to have to watch it. It should have wow. been on that list, uh, Brandon, that you uh, that you tackled, that you challenged yourself to. It should have <laughs> been on that list. You know, I recently found out there's a part two of that list. Ooh. Oh, no. Yep. How, How many, many movies? more movies? Another hundred. I'm not what? challenging you. I'm not I am not challenging myself. Okay. I challenge you. Oh, you asshole! I accept. <laughs> he had. He couldn't resist. He had to be an I asshole. I'm definitely to. gonna watch that movie. I don't know if I'm gonna donate because I don't know if this money is gonna get directly to the filmmakers. Well, they say it does, but you never know. The other thing is, it, they said if it, you like it, and I'm not sure if I'm borderlining on liking it. It's just. It's so bad shit, you gotta see it. There's, I've been laughing my head off. Like, there's lines, this guy goes by drugs from someone who's just screwing his girlfriend in a van, and she's like, oh, I'm undressed here. He's like, oh, don't worry, this will take long. You can keep your clothes off. And then, like, it's, just like, it's, it's great for that, but it's, it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. Okay, isn't there a story about it, too? Didn't something happen? Wasn't Craig telling us something before about um, little Cory Gory? Is it like a backstory? Do you guys well, remember they, this or no? Did they release it and let it get played without any of the people involved getting paid for it? That's the whole thing, right? Well, that was what was on the link. I mean, no one. He's the filmmaker said no one saw like any money, not a red cent. Everybody got deferred yeah. payment. They never got paid. The distributor screwed them, and 
pretty much it's been released on DVD without any money coming to them. Uh, it's been on compilations. They haven't seen shit from it. And so they decided to throw it onto the, the web, the interweb, and put the donate button there and say, f- so I feel guilty in that regard. I'm like, oh. But if yeah, it was for go. chaos, if it wasn't Canadians chaos, stealing our North your, American films, your number one export <laughs> <laughs> movies, movies, yes, movies. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's the story, little Corey Gory. That's the story, little Corey Gory. Wow, <laughs> that's an Oasis album. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> morning, hello, morning, Gory, Corey. <laughs> What's the story? Gory, <laughs> Corey, Gory, Gory, Morning Glory. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't uh, think of it. I knew it, but I couldn't think of it. That's oh. why they broke up. That's why the brothers just split. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, man. Oh, I, I had another email here, and I seem to have misplaced it somehow. <laughs> Look mis- under the desk. Maybe you dropped it. I didn't misplace it. I thought that it was on uh, on Twitter. Or online, maybe. I don't know. It's funny how you could just misplace those emails. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that happened. I don't know. We have four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, that, that'll have to be uh, next show. That'll Because I uh, I thought I had another email. I, I, I just might have fucked up. Who knows? All the prep work Dave does. All I the know. prep work. I, and I try. I do. And then one little... One little thing happens, and it's like a domino effect. I'll tell you what we did get though. On the serious tip, we had a few things happen on the Facebook on the group page. There's something that we can read there because somebody wanted to ask ask us a question, and it was after the last show. So we asked it there. So I said, "Well, we'll put it on the show." Brett right. Brett Sabo asked us, "Hi, Brett. Can Brett's, we?" Brett's my friend. Oh, okay. Oh, is he? He's your, he's your homie. Yeah. She. 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 It's a, it's a girl. Oh, right on. Cool. I train her. <laughs> Oh, do you? Oh, really? Yes. Top of the mops? Yeah. We're friends. Wow, oh, that's cool. This is the first I've heard of her. Well, sorry. Yeah. Brett, tell Brandon he should talk about you more. Because <laughs> this is the first I've heard. Why you been sandbagging on us? Damn. But yeah, she said, can we still ask a question? No. Oh, no. So, sorry. Well, that was All right. Brandon says, no, he's top of the mops. We're not going to ask it. Alright, just kidding. What's the best surprise ending of a horror movie you've seen? Always a good question. Every time you hear it. It is a good question. I don't care I don't care how many times that question's asked. Cause, I mean I'm always I've asked that question before. Every time I because you always get something new. Yeah. Here's what sucks for me. All the real amazing ones were spoiled by the time I saw them. Like Psycho, yeah. you knew about fucking that. You, you know, Friday the thirteenth. I knew Jason. I may not have known he was gonna jump out. Whatever. Carrie I had heard about. Just different things. A lot of the real good ones, you know? Like yeah. Sleepaway Camp, you know, all of those. So for me, my answer is the most unforgettable one that I can think of was actually Saw. When I went to see Saw, fucking. Seesaw. Seesaw, Seesaw. Uh, it, it was like a big premiere. It was in Vegas. And it was a Wednesday night. It wasn't coming out till Friday. And supposedly it was like one of the, you know, some of the first people seen it. And that fucking movie ended and it floored me. Like my jaw hit the floor. I was like, what the fuck? That, that was amazing. And I was still like in shock. And it, you know, at the end of the movie when the credits roll and he says, game over. And pulls it and you hear the guy yelling still and then the credits start. It was such an impactful fucking ending. Yeah, I, 
I'll never forget it. I remember how happy I was. I said, they should never make a sequel to this movie. That's Dave stood up and screamed, Game over, motherfuckers! <laughs> Game over! <laughs> I was so stunned. I probably would have. <laughs> and then shut up the theater. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> I agree with you, Dave. I, I mean, it happened with a, with a couple of the Saw films for me where I was just like, oh, bravo. Yes. I'm glad they, I'm glad they made sequels, but if they had never made a sequel to Saw... It'd be... I mean, it's still a phenomenal film. You can't judge it based on its sequels. Oh, not... no, dude. No. I, I, I'm into the sequels. Most no, of I them. know you are. I know. Yeah. I, like, I watched part three the other day with a friend. And, man, I oh, love I... part three. And, yes. ah, I was getting goosebumps, even though I knew it was coming. I'm like, oh, wait for it. Here it comes. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I think three's the best one of the series, honestly. Yeah, I, I you know, it's hard for me to not pick one, but, but, but three and then six are right there. Yep. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Three yeah. one six. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, you and I have mentioned that before. Wow. See, I, I have to go back and rewatch all of them because I still want to say one as a movie might still be my favorite, but three is definitely where they just ramped up the gore. Where I think people's memory of the series being so gory, I think three is like really where that started. Because I remember, like, especially isn't three the one where they had that one death with like the pig slaughtering and the gut? yes. Yes, I, that alone was just so ridiculously disgusting, but awesome. And yeah. I think like three holds like a lot of people's memory of uh, when they think of the Saw series and how gory it is. It's because you know, you know, kind of that's in where it started. Uh, as where the, as the first one, I go back and watch that, and it's like it doesn't live up to the reputation as being gory where people, if you ask most people about the movie saw, like just the first one, I bet they kind of, it almost has a Texas chainsaw massacre effect where they remember yes. gory. Even yeah. It wasn't outside of a couple scenes. Yeah. Which is really what makes it good. I mean, the fact that it can make you think it's a lot more gory than it is. Is that your yeah. answer too? Are you a saw guy as well, Mike? Yeah, I pretty much saw every single one on opening night. Um, it kind of became like an annual thing for me and my wife. And uh, I, th I think like four and five are the ones I like the least. And then I was pretty happy with six, how it kind of rebounded. And then seven was ridiculous, but you kind of knew why they were making it and how the wrap-up was going to happen. So it was kind of cool just to see that conclusion. But I would say like one through three, like if they just ended it after three, I think – that trilogy would like stand up. Yeah, yeah that would yeah. be a great trilogy. Three was three was the perfect ending to that trilogy. And they yeah. could have easily ended it at three. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Easily, that was yeah. it. Jigsaw's dead. Credits roll. You know, fucking Zia. She. Uh, Spoiler for, alert. For a while, the whole series <laughs> Blu-ray was on Amazon for twenty bucks. I picked it up. It was like a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me like why they were selling it that cheap because it wasn't like it was even like a Black Friday sale or anything. It was just. Straight up the whole set for twenty bucks. So I was like, yeah, it still goes real cheap. I remember that. I had it's, them already. So it's I still yeah. I have all of them on DVD, but the Blu-ray set, Blu-ray set does go really cheap, but really cheap. But I hear it's like bare bones. Not that I care. Yeah, I wouldn't it, mind more. I had one, two, and three. I bought them from Walmart for ten bucks. It was a three pack from Blue, and then four through seven, I got for a dollar each from Blockbuster clothes. Used fucking Blu-rays. Mm -hmm. So I didn't spend much at all. I was like, and I, and I, you know, I love the series, so I'll have them all anyway. Yeah. So is that your answer, Mike, to the uh, the biggest surprise? Was Saw for you, or was it not? Uh, definitely, I would say, if, as far as modern films go, yeah, that probably is 
the biggest surprise. I'm trying to think like if there's any older. Oh, the, the best is what she asked. Actually, what do you think is the what was the best surprise ending you saw? So I mean, I would say yeah, that probably is because when it happened, I wasn't expecting it at all, and it was kind of like, and like as they start showing the scenes how it got put together, I was like, holy shit. Like, this whole time that was going, like, yeah. So I would say probably that, unless I can think of anything else, why everyone else is giving their pick. But, yeah, I would say Saw. Nice. Christian, you've been uh, unusually quiet during well, this whole no, Saw. Saw, Saw was good. I, and I I love that ending as well. You know, you try not to go, like, I mean, I remember Sixth Sense was not spoiled for me. So when I went to Sixth Sense, I was like, what the hell could this freaking ending be that everybody's been talking about? And then when it hit me, I'm like, holy shit. That was amazing. But I think it might be um, the reveal of Roy in Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Nice. I'm, I'm kidding. Actually, that is it is a good one. <laughs> it was <laughs> it, a surprise. No, it, it is a good one. It was a surprise because I told you. I first saw that. I was a dumb kid, and I wasn't even that young. I was like, I think... 14 or something like that. Anyway. Uh, you don't have to say you don't have to say dumb. They know. Yeah. Yeah. That part's already. My buddy's assumed. like, my buddy's going like, I, I've told this story so many times. So I'll try to make it short. But he's like, well, this fucking paramedic guy or ambulance driver keeps giving the eye to the camera. I mean, I'm like, Brent, it's not that guy. Jason's Jason. I mean, what, what do you think you're doing here? Then at the end, it's the guy who turns to my mic. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't it's like, it was just, I just didn't expect it because I just assumed it was a regular old Friday the 13th movie. I had just started getting into the series and whatnot. And that was like the first one I saw in full based Wait. on the fact that I was like totally terrified of them as a kid. Wait, so your friend actually called the ending? Oh, right. The second, if you watch that movie, the paramedic glares into the camera like, no, oh, I know, but the they're talking to me, Sheriff. But it's a, but it's a Friday the 13th film. There's no way like you could realistically have thought that just because this guy's looking weird at the camera you probably just thought they hired some really <laughs> oh, shitty actor <laughs> he called it right out he's like oh, that awesome that paramedic guy's a killer i'm like no but he looks like fregno's cousin or something like that yeah who right that's another like thing when he was shown <laughs> christian the same exact thing with me when i saw part five okay <laughs> number one somebody i was with my father took me to see it I was on vacation. It was crazy. I was in Florida on vacation, and I was right in the middle of Jason Fever, and I saw night. I saw fucking final chapter opening night, and I never stopped since. In five, we happened to be in Florida when it opened. It was raining that night. Something happened. So we went to a mall, and there was a petting zoo for some reason. It was weird. And I saw that they had a new beginning there. I said, Dad, Dad, can you take me? I was fucking by pissing my pants with excitement, and he <laughs> took me. And as we're watching it, at one point, he says to me, he goes, you know, Something's up with that ambulance driver. <laughs> it's just the way he said it. And I had no, just like you, Christian, same thing. I, at no time did I think anything about him being unusual. Isn't that, now it's obvious. Yeah, totally. But at the time, same exact fucking reaction. And when it happened, did you know who it was when it was exposed? No, I'm like, who the fuck is that in that bald cap? And why did he go to the extent of wearing the bald cap to hide his identity? Like, even at a young, I'm like, what the f We rewound it. And then, of course, the cop ends up showing the fact that he carries a picture of himself in his wallet and, and his estranged son and whatnot. And then, and then we were laughing our heads. Like, we were like, what the f I, like, I was like, I'm bamboozled. But I still, I, I've always loved that movie. It's 
I love that movie more than most people do, and it's got a, more of a cult following and more of a following since. I but I love it. It's probably in my top three, maybe I think, because because I, I think Friday Thirteenth Five, outside of the fact that it's not Jason. It has everything that you would want in a Friday the Thirteenth, as far as like the kills. It's it's gratuitous. It's it, the 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 characters that the kids are, are freaking over the top ridiculous, and I I just I love it. Uh, I, I've always kind of liked it. You know, when I was younger, yeah, the fact that it wasn't Jason, I cared about it more. You know, at that stage in my life, but now it's kind of like a, it's almost kind of like a Halloween three to me, where like. Yeah, it it is kind of like the bastard child of this series, but I I dig it. Yeah, so. yeah I totally I, agree. Yeah, I, it's like Halloween three with me. So I had the same reaction when I was young and I first saw it. I was taken aback, and that was fucking you know I was like what in the fuck? And I didn't watch it again for years, but I watched the other ones. And long story short, now I completely appreciate both of those movies. I love them. They're, they're great. You know, I mean, granted, it's not one through four for me. Same, but it, it was the last one that tried to hold on to that, that Friday feel, you know. So so I do like it. Now, Mike, let me guess. If you, if you think this is on your top three, <laughs> are, are, are your other, are, you're probably, I'm going to guess two and four are, are your other favorites. Uh, I would oh. say. Unless you're a Jason Lives guy, then you might. No, I'm a, my favorite in the series, probably. Like what I can most consistently said is part three. I, I really like part three. Part four, I really like two. Um, it's definitely all the early franchise ones. Once he becomes indestructible zombie Jason, it's it's still a fun franchise, but it's definitely different tonally. And Mike, would you say that uh, the New Blood was the best movie <laughs> of 1988? <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole yes <laughs> Jason Jason take week at Bernie's no. <laughs> we get that crystal link yeah, yeah Jason takes Bernie <laughs> I just, just curious if anybody else thought that was the best horror film of the year <laughs> hey I'm not trusting anyone's opinions anymore everybody's picking a nightmare on Elm Street 2 over Rocky Four. So yeah, I told you I wasn't not the everybody, only one. Not everybody. A lot, Mike, a Mike. lot of people who have no idea what they're talking about. Mike, maybe I got somebody here that's gonna agree. Nightmare Two or Rocky Four? <laughs> How the hell do I compare these two movies? Uh, <laughs> hey, they asked us, we answered. You have to. Well, it was because <laughs> of that double feature someone saw, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love both movies. I mean, Rocky Four is like it pure the shark. Come swunk, on, but jump the shark. It's, it's awesome. Good. <laughs> good it's like let's take away everything serious about the rocky series up to this point and just make a, a good old <laughs> red-blooded american versus the russian um shit uh, you finally won a fight you guys won yeah you guys won you stopped <laughs> rocky was a horrible fighter you <laughs> lost more than half of his fights <laughs> yeah. hey leave rocky alone <laughs> uh the italian stallion well, it's close. See, Mike can't even decide. See? so well, I'm not I, I never wanted to compare the two either. I like A Nightmare on Elm Street, too. I love A Nightmare on Elm Street. That's my series as a kid growing up. That's the first franchise I got into. So I don't want to pick between the two, but hey, I... Rocky Four is the better movie. The only reason... Bingo, bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. If it was any other Nightmare in the series, 
Because two is is the fucking the redheaded stepchild. I I happen to be yeah. okay with it. But I, yeah, I don't think. So. Well, I Freddy's don't dead. Freddy's dead. Yeah, is the worst. Yeah, two. Yeah, two's not the worst by any means. Yeah, Freddy's dead is. Ugh. Yeah. Eh, I I'd rather watch. I'm not saying it's a better movie, but if given the choice to watch four, five, and six, I'll watch six. Really? Yeah, dude. Yes. Yep. It knew what it was. It wasn't trying to. It wasn't trying to be serious anymore. He was a fucking MTV fucking cartoon version of him, and by that point. They, instead of trying to make a, a serious horror movie like they were trying to do with 4 and 5, but they were so fucking cheesy and awful that it didn't work, this movie knew that it was dumb, knew that Freddy was a fucking clown, and just put it all out there. That, that I respect it for that. I'm not saying it's a fucking great movie, but I, I just I prefer it over the other I, two. I know a lot of people hate 4. I, I don't really hate 4. Oh. Well, you are a Nightmare fanboy, correct? Yeah, uh, I mean, I find something redeemable in all of them, but, I mean, it's the same way for, like, Friday. If you're a Friday guy, it's, like, even the worst ones, you probably find it, uh, find yeah. them. In- I'll still watch it. Yeah, I, I, the only one I'll never, I don't ever want to watch again, honestly, is, is, is Jason Goes to Hell. But the other ones I can watch again, yeah. Now, do you think Jason Goes to Hell, though, is a bad movie or just a bad Friday the 13th? It's a terrible Friday the 13th. It's a... It's a Below average movie. <laughs> it's, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. There's some. There are some redeeming qualities to it, though. Funny enough, I do love that opening. It, it, it's, as yes. crazy as it is, the opening is great. I agree. Uh, so you see, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking but asshole. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring it back because it, Freddy. Th- I'm gonna lose all credibility here because my pick. For the best twist, in my opinion, in recent years. I'm going for recent years. It's not best twist. It's, it's best surprise ending. It's best surprise. Okay, perfect. Okay. High tension. Twist. High tension is mine. I know, Dave, you hate it. Oh. I don't, mean I don't hate it. You I just hot? hate the twist. Hot. I just hot. tension. Hot. <laughs> okay. Hot. I'm being one of those pretentious horror fans. Yes. Yeah, there goes Christian picking these French extreme films again. Yeah. French, <laughs> French, French Canadian extreme yeah, films. Right. He's the French Canadian extremist. Did you pick Dave? I said so. I started the whole damn thing. You know what? I wasn't listening. <laughs> That's okay. I no, wasn't I'm listening kidding. to you either. That's okay. I, didn't be, I didn't even pick. Yes, you did. You said saw. So. No. No? I, I well, didn't. I didn't Pixar is my pick. Guess I'm fucked up. Okay, pick. <laughs> best twist ending? It wasn't best twist ending. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say the same thing. It's your you friend, Brandon. Holy shit. I know. She wants to know, like, best, like, twist surprise endings. That's what she means by that. I'm trying to do her the right way and say best surprise Look, look we, were, we were talking about the invitation today because I recommended it to her. She was listening to our show and she loved it and I loved it and I thought that had a great twist to it. Yeah. But two of the best twists... In recent years, got to be the orphanage and the mist. Yes, I picked two. Oh, the mist. The mist was up, is up there too. That's what an ending. Oh, it was the, great. The mist might is probably number one, but I love great the pick. orphanage, and I know a lot of people don't like the orphanage, but I love that film. It was okay. Yeah, I'm okay with the orphanage. No, I'm. You got to be better than okay with it. It was good. It's great. Spanish horror. That's what makes it great. Now, see, now I got you with the Spanish. We got the French extremist. We got. The- I like Spanish horror. <laughs> and you haven't seen Day of the Beast yet. Have you watched Day of the Beast yet? No, I'm too busy challenging myself to yeah. lists. <laughs> I challenge myself to watch Day of the Beast before the next show. There you go. Do you consider the end of Martyrs a surprise? Surprise enough? 
Yeah, that's another one. Like, that was great. I mean, all three of those, but I, God forbid you mention them in this fucking podcast. We're going to do them, damn it. How's that? <laughs> show 20 will be the French Extreme show. Are you happy now? Oh, yes. Perfect. French Extreme. You said it. I want to do it. Inside. Inside. I was like, my mouth was dropping left, right, and center in that movie. I just thought that God, was crazy. And then God, these, these French have outdone themselves I, again. No, I don't think this one's even a horror movie, but the, the ending of Old Boy is like, holy shit. Like, yes. Yeah. Some people argue. Some sure. people do argue like, or that it's like a genre film. Yeah, it's like horrific. I don't know if it's like horror, but but I mean, just movies overall. I think that's one of like an yeah, old. That's, that's a what the fuck. Yeah. Well, you can argue that about the movie we're reviewing tonight. Is it truthfully Tr- horror? True. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, what was your answer? Damn it! Do I have an official answer from you, Brandon? I'm going with the mist. All right. The mist was great. Great. I mean, it, it's a downer, but it's a fist pump downer. Like inside, I was fist pumping. And di- um, didn't Stephen King say he thought the movie improved the ending from the book too? I think he may have. I thought he said that because in the book, it, it it's it's a downer in the book too, but not kind of like the gut punching downer that you get in the movie. So right. No, I love it. That was I love it too, man. I know some people don't like it, but I, I love it. How can you not like it? I don't know. Some, Who doesn't like it? You give me their names. Somebody say something. If you don't like it, email or say something on the page or whatever. Tweet it at us. That ending's so good that like you want to watch it with someone for the first time, and when the ending's coming, you just want to watch yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. It's great. Guess what, guys? I found the other, I found the missing email. So. Where was it? In your email it was, folder? It, yes, it was. <laughs> it was in, in my the, email In the folder. inbox. <laughs> it came in so long ago that it, it was it was too far down because we didn't we didn't do anything like this for the, the Sleepaway show that was all business. Go through no your segments. emails and so. delete them as you read them. I know. Like I a know. normal person. Don't stockpile six million emails. I'm lazy. Remember, I'm the guy that's too lazy to get up to fucking get a, a code for a fucking Blu-ray or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that lazy. Uh, so here's our question. Kemp Collins. Hey, guys. I was wondering if you guys had any guilty pleasures. Uh, well, Brandon. No, no, I, like, I like to wear high heels while I masturbate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not guilty about it, though. <laughs> You're, it's, it, it, it's just it's out there. It's a fact. Only when I make the dog watch. <laughs> <laughs> what about Black Phillip? What's he doing? Black Phillip is assisting. Okay. <laughs> he's he's massaging my rectum. <laughs> Bleached. Bleached. Uh, so anyway. Guilty pleasures. What does that mean? I'm talking about a film that most of the horror community shits on. Oh, I got one. But you like. I'm not ashamed about my love for Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Next Generation. <sighs> Oof. Maybe Ooh, should you be. should be ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I you got, have to insult everyone that emailed us. Australian got insulted. I walked I out of the theater. I went to see the, the theater and I walked out of it. One of the only movies I've walked out of. Wow. Wow. Horrible. It wasn't that bad. It was that bad. It was terrible. It's probably not in my top 10. Holy fuck, I hope not. But definitely my top 20. Wow. So Kemp Collins loves Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Hey, different strokes. It's all good. Thanks for the entertainment, guys. Keep it up. So, does anybody have one like that? I don't know if there is another one. That's I think I do. And and I don't, I don't, again, it's it's not necessarily a horror film, but it's by a director that seems to be universally hated these days. M. Night Shyamalan. Hmm, what is it? I liked, I liked Lady in the Water. Really? I did. I really liked it. 
Oh, I, I told you I liked that too. I love that soundtrack. That was a, the soundtrack. But I, I, I actually enjoyed the movie. Yeah, the movie oh, is I, not as good as the soundtrack, but it's good. Yeah, but most people like despise it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's the only movie I ever walked out on. As that, a matter of fact, I didn't even. I, I, I didn't walk out. I. I rolled out. <laughs> I ran. You rolled out. I, no, I did. I, I was, ran. I was driving. I was at a drive-in, and it was a double feature. And I think it was um, Grindhouse, the the right way, which was awesome. Fucking, you know, Planet Terror and uh, Death Proof. But the right way, the full Grindhouse feature style. It was Grindhouse, and then after Grindhouse was Lady in the Water. So we're at the drive-in, and we're watching Lady in the Water, and we're 40 minutes in, and I, I turned the girl to the girl I was with. I said, want to get out of here? So yeah. So I turned the girl around. I pulled out. I said, "You want to get out of here?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why didn't I fuck if it was a bad movie? It was just I couldn't even. I couldn't even. I had to get the fuck out. I was. It, it slowed me right down. It, it took the wind out of my sails after Grindhouse. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe if I go, like I always say, second view, Dave. Maybe I could go back and watch it. You know. Knowing kind of what to expect, and just you take still ha- you still have this girl's number. Oh no, I don't want. I do have her number. I wish no, no. <laughs> I don't want to discuss that that fucking human being. <laughs> but anyway, I see. That's why I just labeled her as just some girl. I didn't want to say who it was. Cause... Oh well, I think we can all kind of figure it out. From <laughs> now that. we know. Yes. Now we know. Yeah. So, lady in the water. Wow, that's cool. Wow. I can respect There that. were two movies last year, uh, Gravy, put out by Scream Factory, which I really liked. And I'm not going to say I loved this movie. I know everybody likes to torment me that I loved it, but I didn't hate it. And I want to see, it was the middle of a, of a trilogy. It was the middle movie, and that's Muck. Wow, I didn't see Muck because, yeah, you're the infamous guy. Last look, year. That's why I was introduced to you, the guy that yeah. liked Muck and Gravy. I look, remember that. I, like, I really like <laughs> Gravy. I think Gravy's a really fun funny movie i like that a lot muck is not a good movie by any means but it's not the worst thing i've ever seen but it's universally hated i mean it has like some of the lowest ratings i've ever seen man like troll 2 type ratings fuck that shit muck and gravy they both just sound bad especially together right yeah muck and gravy muck and fire oh awful no i but i haven't seen either i can't even say gravy might be okay i heard it's at least like you said i never other people say it's at least funny yeah i enjoy it Muck, everybody's shit on it. That that movie, the Fog remake and fucking Psycho, the the remake are the three movies I've heard nobody say a good word about. <laughs> except except you said a good word about Muck, but I mean yeah. not that not that good of a word. But no, but it, it's an average film for me. Yeah, what do you guys have? Any but any other answers for uh, guilty pleasures? Well, the movies I like, I think there are people that do like them as well. I don't know, Dr. Giggles. Other Canadians. <laughs> I like Dr. Giggles. I don't know why. I saw Dr. Giggles in the film. movies. I like yeah, that. I think it's a great slasher film. but So it's difficult because there are people that do like that film. but uh, And I I was a sucker for uh, killer killers that got like the electric chair that came back from the dead. Uh, shocker and the horror show. Yes, the horror show. That's the right. I love the horror too. show. House three for whatever. Yeah, reason. don't ever say that around me. It's, <laughs> I know. Fuck, I can't believe it's called House three. Terrible. It has nothing to do with fucking house. It was only called House three overseas, but people in the states nowadays call fucking the horror show House three, and I can't understand why. 
Weird, isn't it? It is weird. Well, I was there. I went to the show to fucking see it. I went to the movies. I was a kid. The show. The horror show. Yeah. Let's all go to the show. <laughs> Let's all go to the show. And Bad Dreams. That's my other oh. one. Oh, Bad much, Dreams is awesome. It's it's a Nightmare on Elm Street 3 remake. Yeah. Totally. With the same girl, Jennifer yeah. Rubin. Yeah. Oh, but I love that movie. That's an awesome movie. I Good saw time. that at the show, too. At the show? Wait, let's yeah. go horror to show? the show. Did you exclaim, now that is horror. <laughs> That's horror. That's Quiet, right. you're ruining the show. <laughs> Quiet, everybody. The show's about to begin. <laughs> I used to always call it the show when I was young. Yeah, when did you, when did you see this? In 1930? <laughs> <laughs> There's a new hey, picture. There's moving pictures. Yeah, it's <laughs> picture. picture. We're going to take a show. Who wants yeah. to go to the show tonight? Lady picture show. <laughs> oh shit! So yeah, Bad Dreams had a good soundtrack too. Yeah, it did. So there was a handful of ones that I liked that I, I guess I call them guilty pleasures. Did any of you guys see Smiley? Because I know that's universally hated. Yeah, but the people that I did listen to the remake, the remake to the review was the Skeleton Crew, and fucking um, Alex did not hate it. Actually, he kind of liked it. You know, I only saw it once, and I didn't hate it. I, I don't really remember it that well, but I didn't hate it. But I remember a, everyone just universally just despising this film. They do hate it, yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. I have not seen it. I, I don't I, feel guilty. I stick by my picks. Yeah. Friday 7. Yeah, you don't have, yeah. <laughs> nice. you don't have to feel guilty for any of them. That's what I say. The term guilty pleasure is hard to use because... Most of the time, no, you get it though. You get, I get it. I mean, I understand what it means, but most of the time, you don't feel guilty. They should call it a non-guilty pleasure. That's what they should call it because it's a pleasure for you that maybe you should feel guilty about, but you don't. You know, I, for me, I have more that I hate. I'm the opposite. I can think of a bunch of movies that a lot of people love that I don't like. Yeah. You know that I that would be an easier list to compose than this. As far as this, I don't even know. So why don't you why don't you pick one just for fun? Pick one that everybody you usually likes that that you hate. Because I have one that I pick that people tend to I'm not really gonna like. Do that we'll do that for another show. That's a whole other conversation. You know me. That you've already heard some of the ones that I, I've talked about that everyone else likes. I did. You, you heard me. We've had discussions about movies that I think are overrated. Sure. I don't know, but like what? Somebody ask. No, we can't get into that. <laughs> we'll go on and on. The segment's long as it is. We haven't answered this question yet. Somebody, if you guys want to know, somebody send the question next show. How's that? <laughs> I'll send the question. Okay, there you go. Mike can do it actually. So, Mike, do you have an answer? You have a guilty. I know you have a guilty pleasure. Uh oh, plenty. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would say because I already brought it up once. Nightmare Four. I don't dislike. Uh, People like that. Alien 3, I don't dislike. Oh, that's a good one. A lot of people don't like that. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't think it's as good as the first two, of course, but I don't get the uber hate for it. <laughs> I don't either. I, 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 I dig it myself. Shocker was a good pick. I really like Shocker. Man, anything else off the top of my head? I don't know. I want to say Jaws 3, but I, I, <laughs> I don't know what the pulse is on that if people hate it or like it or what i think they hate it <laughs> i love when the shark comes through the screen at the end <laughs> yeah he's, he's moving like in slow motion yeah he was moving any slower. 3d though vhs like 2d yeah garbage but it's such a guilty pleasure jaws 3d and uh, jaws 4 for that matter that's a shit movie but i love it i love it yeah 
If wow. You, and I think Jaws 3 was finally released. I think Jason Lloyd was the one that said that it was going to be in true Blu-ray 3D. And I'd grab that in a second to be uh-huh. able to watch it without the, the, the blue and red and just watch it with clear glasses. Because I, I can't wait. I wish they would do Friday the 13th like that. We've said it before. I'll yes. say it again. I'll grab that Blu-ray in a second. Everybody would. I can't believe at this stage of the game nobody's put it out yet. No. They should just put that. Screen Factory should fucking. Oh, they can't. They don't own it. Somebody should, though. Someone should fucking. Because you know Paramount's not going to. I may, I'm thinking they're waiting for this new movie, and then maybe they'll do a proper Blu-ray, Blu-ray release. But 3D Blu-ray is starting to you know, fall by the wayside because it the is. new players and the new TVs are not really. The players are doing it, but the TVs are not uh, 3D anymore. That sort of the fad kind of died out. That's not a good sign for us then. <laughs> Shit. Shit. So I tell you, the jaw. I haven't seen a Jaws since I was a kid, except the first one, which I watched. But two, three, and, and the, the four, I haven't watched them in fucking I don't know years and years since they first came. I know I take it back. I watched the three D one last year, just that one, because we were going to talk about it on a show, and that didn't end up being discussed. But I, I watched that. That's why I remember the fucking the real slow motion Jaws, and then the glass shatters. <laughs> Isn't that what happened in the glass yep. shatter? Yeah, yep. it, was, it was like the Friday the 13th fucking take a drink logo in part one. It comes through the fucking glass, which mm-hmm. I never understood. It's like they knew it was going to be on television, but how could they? You know, back then, 1980, independent film like that, because it was, you know, it wasn't made for television. It was made to co- It was a fucking a film. It was meant to come to the theater. Oh, what are you talking about? The shark breaking the glass in the yes. movie? Yeah, it's because not- it's an underwater. It's an underwater sea world. No, no, the shark I can live with. I understand. Now I'm talking about Friday the Thirteenth. The fucking oh, yeah. When it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we've ar- we've argued that. Yeah, sorry, I was still in Jaws. Yeah, I know. I guess it was Keep supposed up. to be a window pane. It was supposed to be like it going through a window pane. But yeah, it's just like you fucked up my TV. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. So, uh, yeah, so Mike, do you have any more besides the the, the Jaws and the other ones that you thought of? I have some that I hate that people really love. Did you want to talk about those? No, no. We'll be, we'll be here all. We'll be here all night. Good try, Mike. I tried to do it. If you guys really want to do it, we'll do it. But I, yeah, I can't. I, off the top of my head, I'm you trying. Named, you named a bunch, Mike. I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to come up with one. So <laughs> that's good. That's um, good. shoot. I thought I had another one too, and then we started talking more about the stuff, and then I lost it, but. It was Christian with his Canadian accent. (laughs) It's very distracting. (laughs) Oh, I thought of one. I thought of one. Okay. Although it's not really hated. A lot of some people. Rob Zombie's fucking Age 2. I I really like that movie, and everybody fucking. A lot of people seem to hate it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of hate for that. There definitely is. So I guess that would be my one. I'm not guilty about it because. A lot of hate just for Rob Zombie, period. Yeah. Lord of Salem, too, for that matter. Yeah. You could. I mean, I've. Heard arguments for for all of them, even House and Devil's Rejects. I've heard people say, "You watch that garbage." I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's that's absurd. I don't hear. Oh yeah, no, it's absurd. You know, H two. I could understand why you wouldn't like it. In Lord of Salem, they're not for everybody, but I I, I do like them. You know, okay, here's one. Here's one for me because a lot of people and Mike, he'll uh, yeah, he's a he's a guy. I said he's fucking into the Nightmare series. I. I am cool with the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Um, you are a fool. I, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> the worms I 
don't even think we have time to open now. That okay, we're... okay. <laughs> I'll just leave it. <laughs> I know. Well, listen. Here, this uh, it's a weird thing. First time I saw it, didn't hate it. Was disappointed, but whatever. Second time I saw it, um, it, it not 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 so much. Didn't didn't do much. The fact for that you watched it a second time. I know. I'm amazed that there's more after. Dollar Blu-ray. Dollar Blu-ray. Dollar. You paid that much? Yes, I did. I had to give another chance. Second view, Dave. You, yeah. you have to do that. You have to do it. Because especially a movie like that, it takes. That's the problem. Is I bet everybody that bitched about that movie only watched it one time and saw that it was Jackie Earl Haley and not Robert England. No I like Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, they were fucking going to be pissed off about it. That's I like a, Jackie Earl Haley. Just the movie itself was boring as yeah, hell. The movie was deadly dull. <laughs> wow, dull. I, I'll tell you what. I did them all on a roll last year for Skeleton Crew retrospective. And watching the whole franchise in a row, and after suffering through four, five, and fucking six, and then New Nightmare, I was looking forward to watching it, and that fucking, I ended up suffering through that. It was like the third or fourth time I saw that, and I ended up fucking not liking it, saying it was just as absurd as the others. And then I watched the remake after that string of movies, and it brought me back up. I said, ah. well, compared to those, this is definitely better. And I saw for what it was, and I'm not saying it's great, but I would say it's probably a five and a half, six out of ten. It's oh, not terrible. Time to get my Jackie Earl on. Hey, uh, I don't know if this is breaking news, but it came out in the last hour on the Fangoria feed. But uh, there's going to be a Saw Legacy, and the Spirig brothers are directing it. Hmm. I've heard about the Saw Legacy. I don't want to know it. I don't want to see it. <sighs> It's on the Fangoria it. feed. The spirit, the, aren't they the notoriously? Aren't they the brothers that did those special effects movies? They did that uh, zombie one and uh, something else too. Zombie one. Oh, okay. A zombie, <laughs> a zombie film. Sorry, Forget, sorry, no. It's okay. Hmm. Wait. Who? Are, what are their names? Who are they? I'm sorry. The Spirit Brothers. I'll look them up. But they're it's gonna film in Toronto. Spirit, again. like the fucking Spirit Squad. No. Spirit. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, they did, um, what's it called? They did Predestination, a sci-fi film from last year, which was really good. So if they're if they're in charge, yeah. I don't know. Wait, because they did a sci-fi film? You're excited I'm about kidding. That? I have no idea. Like, okay. I don't know. I did like that film, though. <laughs> so you're excited about them handling fucking Saw, of all things. I just want to see another Saw. So, <sighs> I miss- so I could say I saw another Saw. I want nothing to do with another Saw. I don't want to see it. I don't want to saw it. I fucking... The way Part Seven ended, there needs to be more saws. They did the Undead. That was their that was their 2003 sort of zombie special effects movie. They did Daybreakers. They did Pedestrian, and there's a Winchester Mystery House, which is in pre-production. And now they seem to be attached to the Saw legacy. Predestination. Not I like Daybreakers. You like who? Daybre- Daybreakers. Oh, Daybreakers is okay. Yeah, that vampire flick. He's a lawbreaker, daybreaker. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, but I don't want to see the Saw movie. I'm sorry. Maybe you guys do. I'm. I say make fifty of them. I love them. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to. We'd have to see a little more about what what it's about, and maybe get a trailer. It's hard to say right now. I mean, I could say oh, I don't want to see another one, and then I start hearing more, and I'm like, holy shit! It actually looks like it's going to be good. <sighs> I, I know nothing, it. and I still want to see it. I mean, they set it up at the end of the last one, too, yeah, where they could continue it. Ah, oh, fuck that movie. Ah, oh, 
Man. Oh, it's not that bad. It's actually a pretty good film. It's, it's entertaining. It's fucking horrible. It's like a knockoff movie. If Jigsaw wasn't in it, in, 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 it it's like a, a full moon movie. It's fucking horrible. That's how bad I think it is. Terrible. I just, I don't know. Time for a second view. I've seen, I've seen it plenty of times. Believe me. It's Time fucking, for a it tenth gets, view. It gets worse <laughs> with each view. It's fucking terrible. It, just let John Kramer fucking rest in peace. Please, let it fucking be over with. That's what I'm saying. They stretch it out far too long. Dave, I want you to watch a movie. <laughs> you want to play a game? <laughs> I want to play a game. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess um, I guess we answered a question, right? We did a pretty good job. Hey, yeah, Brett. Woo! Was that for Brett? <laughs> well, that was Kemp Collins. Hey, Kemp Collins. Woo! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'm so cool. I have two last names. <laughs> Another guy. Everyone's being insulted. If you call here, <laughs> don't you the right in anymore, <laughs> right? Even poor people that are leaving fucking reviews for us on iTunes, they love it. We're begging for them, and they're. I know, maybe they are. Maybe they're masochistic. It's like going to see masoch- Don Rickles and sitting in the front row. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Except we're not nearly as funny. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Yeah. Maybe maybe all of us combined are, are as funny as one Don Rickles, though. Maybe. I don't he's know. Pretty, he's pretty funny. He is funny. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. maybe all of us combined are, are a clay. Oh, a clay. I'll take that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ooh. What's that? Oh, I was just doing a uh, bad impersonation. I Our didn't hear it. It sounded <laughs> like... It sounded like, eh, ooh. Yeah, you, <laughs> that's what I heard. You're going to continue, continue with that impersonation right now. <laughs> I want to hear more. <laughs> yeah, do it, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Well, now I got to go do the, eh, oh, on purpose. Eh, <laughs> 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 oh, what is <laughs> You're stuttering dice, a stuttering clay. <laughs> that was when Dice realizes he's in trouble. Eh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not, oh, it's. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Went over your time limit, Clay. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Christian, you know what I'm going to ask you, right? Uh, is it about TGAF on the Horophilia Network? No, but let's discuss it. It is on the <laughs> Horophilia Network. And how about this? The first episode, I've been pimping this show since I started listening to it last year. Thank right? you for catching that. Oh, yeah, of course I caught it. I was one of the first guys that listened, because I always do. So I'm bragging to people about this show. He finally makes it to Horophilia. They put him on the first episode. Fucking cuts off. Yeah, seven minutes short. Jason was Poor really man. upset. I felt bad. I'm like, hey, Dave pointed out something. I said, the episode's running short. It's Friday night. I didn't expect him to do shit. He fixes it right away. Really? <laughs> yeah. And, Jason, and you're somebody- awesome, man. As somebody who's yeah. listened to TGIF 13 before, seven minutes is long enough. Yeah. Oh, 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 you son of a... Remember, I could edit you right out of this show. Uh, I'm not even... <laughs> yeah, Brandon couldn't be with us for episode 16. <laughs> you can fix what Brandon just said. Yeah. As someone who listens to TGIF and then fucking just put in, you know, I came or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> something Brandon has said at one time. I love it. <laughs> no, you know what? I was very happy. I, we were talking about it for the longest time. You said reach out to Jason. I did like a couple months ago. And he's like, yeah, just whenever, man. He's totally laid back about it. And I just figured this would be 
uh, the best time. So we released our Dream Warriors, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Anybody? Episode? Dream Warriors! There you go. See, Mike? <laughs> Another. So even though we're TGIF and a Friday fanboy podcast, we're branching out to other fairly popular slasher uh, movies. But yeah, we're on the Horrorfeely Network now, so it's kind of cool. It's great, and nice. I don't know what I'm going to do with the back catalog. I might have to ask Jason if we can back move it catalog. over as well. Yeah. You know, my back catalog, I, <laughs> all 24 other episodes, I was thinking maybe we, they should be on there too. Yeah, do it. Three shows on the network. He's a fucking, yeah, he's the new golden boy. I'm going to have to get a fourth show just to fucking over <laughs> over Two yeah. one up me. I think I know oh, what man. Dave was going to ask about originally. Were you going to ask him what uh, found footage he's been yeah, watching recently? We're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, damn. I watched another one and I can't remember what it is now. It must have been great. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I I apologize. No, I'm thinking back to the last uh, the episode we did before Sleepaway Camp when I watched Nightlight. I have not uh, because very much like Mike, we just moved. And it's been very chaotic the last couple of weeks. So just staying on top of uh, moving and, and getting boxes uh, organized and whatnot. I've only watched the movies that, you know, we're doing on this on the podcast. So I haven't watched any found footage recently. That's what happens when you got three podcasts. See? Uh, but and I've you, got, live, and you live in Canada. Most I've, of them aren't out yet. Well, there you go. But I've got the, the Hangman and the Tunnel, I think, as the next two. Because I said I was going to watch Hangman. And then uh, Stephen Carpenter brought up the tunnel again in one of the messages. I said, yeah, yeah, I'll have to do that one as well. So next show, those two I'll, I'll have done. Cool. Yeah, right on. Sounds good. Okay, well, stay tuned. And Brandon, did you get your last movie? Did you watch your last movie in the obscure list? No. Nope. No. I decided I'm not going to do it. <laughs> what? Oh, because you don't want to be challenged to another one? <laughs> no, because I don't complete anything in my life, and why should I start now? You're an uncompletist? Um, yeah. <laughs> or an incompletist, I should say. In, in non-completist. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, if, if, you know what? I, I'm not buying this movie. I can't find a illegal download anywhere, so Can't whatever. find it legally, illegally? Well, you can find it legally. Whatever. Legally, I can. I'm not spending 15 bucks on it. 15? 1-5? One five. You know what this okay. means? You failed the challenge. I failed the challenge, and See, nobody challenged me, and I still failed it. <laughs> oh, so th- that's it then. So we can't challenge you anymore because we know what the result's going to be. <laughs> Incomplete. So, it's like his report card. <laughs> eventually, I'll complete it, but I don't know at what point. Could be by episode 40 or so. All right. Well, we're, we're hanging out with bated breath on that one. Yep. And when it does happen, we'll have a party or something. We will. We'll celebrate. Yeah, we will. We'll celebrate that night. Okay, so uh, not much, not much movement from those two on, on their on their assignments. So, well, you know, forgiveness, did, please. You can all. You guys have done really, really good. I killed my assignment. My assignment's over. No, you did great. Yeah, I mean, shit, you yep. guys both fucking went above and beyond. Got, I, I did a little better though. Well, yeah, a little yep. better, <laughs> but 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 yeah, ninety nine movies. That's a lot, you know. But that's it. You're not gonna finish. So at least Christian's gonna eventually finish that list. Who's gonna finish the list first? That's there you go. That's the that's the Daisy challenge. challenge. That's a challenge on this show. It's the challenge accepted. Exploding heads, fucking challenge. I challenge both views. Who's gonna finish first? Uh, both of yous. Uh, I, All right, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, we're like gangsters. Oh, I gotta challenge both of yous. What are, uh, we, she- what are we sheep? 
<laughs> the downfall is the list keeps growing. Suddenly, like, the tunnel pops up on it. Suddenly, like, Hangman pops up. And I don't think those were on the initial. The tunnel yeah, was. Yeah, they were. The tunnel was, I agree. The tunnel was, and then you, you kind of. Gave I mentioned soft, Hangman. Yeah, you mentioned it. And you did mention Hangman, I guess. So, oh, that's two more. Crow's Nest, I don't know if it officially made the list. I remember, it was one I put at the end. The long, yeah. It, it, Look, it's officially he's trying to cheat the list. It's officially unofficially. That's what that was. He's trying to cheat already. No, it's okay. No, no, I'll give him that because what I said was they're really not. I think I may have said they're really not on the list, but I'm going to mention them because I like the last act. I so, really like the last act. So do I only have three left? Because I really did. Because there's a ton that I had seen, Should and then I going? watched a lot. And then when I'm looking at the when I'm looking, I got to look at that list again because the ones I'm looking at are. are um, Hangman, Crow's Nest, and The Tunnel. Okay, well then maybe that's it. Holy shit. I'll double check. Yeah, double check. Definitely. Keep us informed. Stay tuned. Okay. You're still awake? (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm I'm riveted. (laughs) (laughs) You're ripped for Brandon's pleasure? (laughs) (laughs) Hell yes. Oh shit. I wanted to give a shout out to... Yes, Stephen Carpenter. Stephen Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. You just did one. Yeah, we have to give a shout out to him. He's always tagging us in his posts. He's got great posts. I forgot to mention one he had posted a while back, but I don't know if you guys read about this. The the real life like Firefly family, like this family that, that could have kind of been an inspiration for the Fireflies. What? Yes. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not based on a true story, but there was a family in like the 1860s or something that like killed together. Yeah, he said a couple of cool. Uh, yeah, and stuff. I yeah. read I read the article and I I can't even remember the name of the family because I can't retain anything. But it was actually really good. So either the Sawyer his... family, Sawyer. Yeah, is that what it was? <laughs> no, it's it's Tom a joke. Sawyer. It's a fucking joke. Nobody knew what I was talking about. Yeah, Leatherface. <laughs> yeah, the Sawyer Jeez. family. Oh, stop. The Hewitts? No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh. So I didn't see that post. I saw everything else he's tagged us in, but I didn't yes. see that thing about the uh, about the firefly frauds or not frauds. But wow, that's interesting. Yeah, it was a cool read. I can't remember anything about it, but it was a cool read. That's okay. So yeah, I wanted to give. We want, oh, there's our shout out. We had to give uh, Stephen Carpenter a shout out. I just wanted to plug this uh, this app, actually. Plug this ass? What? <laughs> Can you stop plugging asses while we're recording? <laughs> Only if it's bleached. <laughs> uh, help me out here. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick plug. I got nothing. <laughs> He's always plugging someone. <laughs> quickly, too. Yeah, quickly. Yeah, of course. That's the way to do it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Horror Amino. Get on that thing. It's a cool app. Get on that. That's all I'm saying. I heard it's for teeny boppers. No, dude, it's not for teeny bobber. It's for everybody. There's all kinds of shit there. I heard it's, it's where Jared from Subway goes to look for dates. <laughs> I don't know. It's a pretty cool app. It's all horror. Like, you know, like me, I don't spend much time on Facebook. Very fucking little now. And then what I do spend, it's all horror related. But this, I don't have to worry. It's nothing but horror. And it's articles and reviews and fucking... It's just like having a, you know, a, a scrolling fucking feed all about horror related shit and yeah man good stuff horror amino we're on there exploding heads all right that's cool i've heard a lot of mixed reviews about the app but i don't have a smartphone so i don't use any apps <laughs> you've heard teeny bopper shit huh i've heard that there's a lot of like 
childish drama and stuff on there. I don't know. I, I don't take part in any conversation. Well, that's yeah. I'm sure as as in terms of just getting your news from it, I'm sure it's probably awesome because it's up to date. It's all kinds of cool shit. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, check it out, man. It's cool. Is it, has anybody else gone on there or no? Yeah, I checked it out. What'd you think? It was cool. I mean, I checked it out way back when. When way think, back when? No, no, because ago. no, no, no. Uh, I think they were doing the beta run. <laughs> Do you want to answer the question for me, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'll shut up. I'm kidding. I cut Mike off, so I mean, what, what could we do? I just wanted to make you look like the asshole for a change. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely me. being. The, I'm definitely being the asshole tonight. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, no, I think we're equal. But when we, I think when we first started, we got a shout out on that app like right out of the gate, and I think you're, right. you're right. You're right. We, I we it. Yeah, and I downloaded it back then, and I I play around with it, but I I don't go to it as often as. Uh, you'd expect typically you know with everything that happened on facebook I, I i can only do so much social media stuff i find it yeah. other, otherwise you're just monopolizing all your time with it you're right that's i hear you but i spend little time on facebook now you know you gotta get back on it it's fun and and i gotta apologize to mike because i did cut him off i think he was about to answer about uh about the app as well and i just bowled right over him damn it see damn, damn rude canadians <laughs> That's yeah. how they treat their guests in Canada. <laughs> I'm actually going to correct myself. I, I do have that app. I just haven't used it very much. I kind of got on there and just looked, and I saw that. At first, it seemed kind of like a Twitter, but just for horror. So, it, yeah, it's like a feed of just a bunch of articles, reviews. Basically, I guess if you, for a lot of people, if they have like a website or podcast, it's somewhere to, like another place to put it where you, where you would think there'd be interested people. Um, I haven't messed around with it a lot, though. But, yeah, I do know what it is, and I actually do have it. It's cool. Check it out. I mean, I just I, – only stuff I post is is stuff for the show. It's just when – anytime we drop a new show, I put it out there, and I pimp the show. That That's why I started using it. But I do read a lot of the stuff on there that other people put up. Oh, It's better than Facebook. <laughs> There's been a recent development in, in uh, Blu-rays, uh, you know, distributors. Screen Factory and – Arrow are like, you know, especially now that Arrow is making titles for the States, Region 1. There's been all this stuff going on. They're both putting out all kinds of things, and people are debating. All of a sudden, all these movies, which happen to be released by Arrow, not all of them, but a lot of them, they happen to be released by Arrow. They were movies that, you know, they're not that well-known, and... They're not really anything too special, but it seemed like everybody was was going crazy about all these movies and just there was just all kinds of talk about. And it was weird to hear people, you know, talk about these movies. But it was like Mutilator and fucking a microwave massacre and just these random, you know, and these are movies I'm well aware of. And I'm a, I love the 80s slashers. I, I rented those. I own those movies before they came to Boo. But it was weird to hear people talk about them. And, 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 like, I don't know, they're getting a bunch of praise. And, like, you just all of a sudden started hearing about them because they were out on blue. But I just found it weird. That's just one thing I can say. There's a whole other thing that, you know, people are bickering about what these companies are releasing. But it's weird that I, I've wanted to talk about that and haven't. And then, then all of a sudden, it, there's been recent developments that led to us having to talk about it because 
Well, not having to, but... <laughs> we must. <laughs> it made for a good conversation. Well, yeah, Brandon, you saw all kinds of shit online. Well, no, it, it, does, make, it mm-hmm. does make for a good conversation because Arrow now for a long time has been releasing more obscure, maybe B-level films. I mean, some of them are really great, but lesser known, more obscure horror that collectors are loving. They're giving... Fantastic treatment, and all their treatments yeah. for, the, for their movies are phenomenal to, to films that, honestly, a lot of them I never even heard of until they get announced, and then I listen to what other people say about them, and if they say it's great, get it, I pick it up. While Scream Factory, while they might have started out with a couple of, I, I don't even think they necessarily started out obscure. If you look back at, you know, when they started, like four years ago, they started with, you know, the Halloweens, Halloween mm-hmm. 2 and 3. Yep. You know, followed by, like, the Funhouse, Terror Train, you know. But they did get a few obscure ones in there. But people are starting to hate the fact that they're not only are they offering these deluxe editions now with these double slip covers, double posters, which I'm not a huge fan of, but you have the option to buy non-deluxe editions. So that's, mm-hmm. it's your prerogative. So but there should be no argument there. But there's a lot of issue with them releasing titles that already have Blu-ray releases. And some of the most recent announcements I've been actually very excited about from Scream Factory, while others are just hating it. Like Carrie, The Thing. Um, Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. I mean, they just announced The Exorcist 3. Yeah. Oh, great. Ch- Child's yeah. Play. Child's Play just got announced. Child's Play, yeah. Now, again, I own the box set for Exorcist. I own the box set for Child's Play. I probably won't upgrade those. But I think it's nice that this company is giving these films, these ultimate treatments. Absolutely. Nobody says you have to buy the Blu-ray of a certain film the minute it comes out. And if you really are getting mad that this is happening, just buy the newer edition and trade in the older one. There's yeah. plenty of people who are willing to trade out there. I think this whole Arrow versus Scream Factory just has to do with really more of the fan base. You know, people are, one. they seem like they're either loyal to one or the, one or the other. Whereas I say, forget Arrow versus Scream Factory. Make it Arrow and Scream Factory, because both are doing great things. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the way Arrow operates their their sales and their reward point system better than Scream Factory, but I'm super excited for, for some of these releases, for The Thing, for Return of the Living Dead, for Carrie, which I already pre-ordered the deluxe edition because I happen to like the second artwork better. Uh, yeah, again, these are films that I don't own on Blu-ray, so... You know, I am a collector, but not as diehard as others who buy everything like the minute it comes out. And it's not their fault, and I get it. They want to see more of those double features. They want to see more of those obscure double features, which, honestly, Scream Factory has said on, on some of their post- replies to, to, to people who have been buying the films that, um, that they haven't been selling well. So I say release these popular films, make a ton of money off of them, because people are going to buy them. I don't care what people say. I, of course they are. People are, are going to buy them. You bought one. The, I bought, everyone bought Return of the Living Dead. Holy yeah, shit. I haven't bought it yet, but I am going to buy it. But these mainstream films appeal not only to horror fans, but just to film fans in general. So people are going to buy those, and then maybe they'll have more money to start doing some more obscure double features again. See, I'll tell you what. I'm all over the place on this debate. I, I tend to, to side with Screen Factory because... They they're they they're doing it all. They're they doing, are doing it all. I mean, they have, yeah, they have Hellhole coming out. They have the Boy Who Cried Werewolf. Bad Moon, right? Is finally getting a, a release. Road Games uh, got a release, I believe. 
And dude, with Arrow, okay. everything they put out yeah. is, you know, it's more it's more cult than horror. Honestly. It is. It is. You know, Scream uh, Factory. No, it's, is... a, it's a good mix. It's a good mix. Their their new Hills Have Eyes uh, thing that they're putting out, the Hills Have Eyes collection, but they're limiting it to like two thousand. Is pretty awesome. I got to pre order that soon. Yeah. What about okay? What about double packs that Scream Factory has? Arrow doesn't have that. Yeah. No, they don't. They well, don't. I'm not dissing Arrow. They, no, no, you're not. Transfers and... are most of the transfers are, are better than than Screen Factories. Honestly, though, I, I I maybe I don't have as good an eye as as others, but I, I love the transfers on, on both. You know, a lot of people complain about certain transfers. I know the Dog Soldiers transfer was was one that was questionable with Screen Factory, but again, it's like I'd rather have the movie with a so-so transfer than not have the movie at all. Absolutely. Now, it's you, it's not from a lack of effort from these companies. Let's just say that. Right. No, they both go all out. I mean, Screen Factory goes all out for the fucking collector's editions, the yes. big ones. Arrow, they, they're kind of like the criterion of, yes. of yes. horror. So they go all out on every thing. Yeah, their their packages are... The packages, the, the, the fucking book, the booklets, all that shit. Yeah. So they're both very good. But that, I say I, I love them both. If I had to choose, I would choose Screen Factory because Arrow, you know, they just become, even if I had an all-region, which I don't have, but I'm going to get that. That's the plan. But Yeah, I, I keep I, saying that too. Yeah, well, eventually. But I, I mean, have to. I own fuck region yeah. B films that I can't even watch because, but I know I'm going to get one at some point when I stop procrastinating and just go buy one. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and, and why complain? Like Screen Factory, there's some things that, I don't like Halloween 2 and 3 when they first came out. They were great, except for the fact there's no fucking chapter searches. You know, the, the, it, it, if the Blu-ray stops and you go back to watch it in the middle or anything, and you go back, it starts completely over Yeah, from the very, very beginning. When everyone was going crazy about it's the first... Bush League. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That was them first starting out, though, with this yes. table. So they learned, and they did put out the the box set which is just that's that's the last box set of halloween anyone's gonna buy yeah oh yeah oh yeah i mean i don't care how many more halloween movies you'll make you'll just buy them on single edition blu-rays and put them next to the box set right you'd be crazy to buy another box set dude and, and as far as collecting is concerned i i collect posters and i frame them and i do a whole thing that's mm -hmm. the only thing i'm i'm kind of getting i'm getting back into it now cool i used to be more into it the, the Screen Factory posters, I got my first Screen Factory poster this week because I have Return of the Living Dead. You can only get them with a poster. There's, I wanted to make sure it didn't sell out, so I, I pre-ordered. Then I didn't get the extra the extra case and the extra folder, I, yeah. but I got what I got, and it, it comes with one poster. So whatever. I open up the fucking poster, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was this small. And I'm yeah, like, they're small. I wouldn't say they're small. They're just not regular poster size. No. I wasn't saying I was misled, but I think when I read it, it said 18 by 24, but I'm used to seeing 24 by 36. I just saw the 24 in there, you know what I mean, and thought it was regular poster size. Mm -hmm. So for someone like me that just collects the regular standard posters, there's nothing I can do with that poster. I'm not shitting on it. I just, I personally don't have a use for it. Well, I'll tell you what, you got something to trade or you got something to give away to someone. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Look, I got my Screen Factory posters that I do have are just literally sitting in a in a big envelope just sitting there because I, I haven't framed them. I don't know if I'm going to frame them. You know, if I... Sell I, them now. 
it, you know, I, I would even Have just done. give them away. It, it doesn't matter to me at this point, but I'm excited with what both companies is doing. You know, they are releasing some obscure stuff, too. Um, Scream Factory, like yeah. I said. I mean, Hellhole is, is one that people were thrilled for. Now, I think they're just getting, it's kind of getting overlooked now because people are getting pissed with all the mainstream releases being re-released now. Yeah, but we need that shit. Here's what makes no sense. Would you rather see a big... Like this carry thing with all with new extra features, you know, different specs, di- different new transfer, shit like that, cool stuff, or some fucking average at best movie, fucking just because it's on Blu-ray, you're gonna buy. I, it. I would honestly like. That's to see what I would like sense. to see both. But well, that's fine saying, with me. What I'm saying is, if you're not happy with the fact that Carrie's getting re-released, you don't have to buy it. And if right. you're pissed because you want to buy it and you already own it in another edition, trade it in, and maybe the sales of this new Carrie edition will be so through the roof that they'll be able to put out more obscure stuff that doesn't necessarily sell as much, but they know what their fans want. I don't see why these people are beefing at Screen Factory, though, because just because you are buying Blu-rays for titles that a lot of people don't even want to own, and you think you're, you know, it's almost like a a hipster-type attitude if you're getting mad about it. You're being like a horror fucking Blu-ray collector hipster. That's what you're being. Yeah. If you're mad at them because, you know... Like, what, do, what, what would you... Why the fuck aren't really good movies coming? Wouldn't you rather see Arrow put out fucking Pin or, or, or something that we want or Candyman? Arrow, 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 one of Arrow's companies has, has a version of Pin. Not on Blu-ray, but... Yeah, but I'm saying on Blue. Why isn't on Pin blue. on Blue? Why isn't fucking Candyman on Blue? And it, it goes on and on. There's movies that should be. Wouldn't you yeah. rather see that? Why is it cool to see some movie that you may probably... I'll never even heard of. I bet not. I'm yeah, not I think everybody. I think people would be thrilled if uh, if Scream Factory announced uh, Candyman. I don't know. I, oh, be great. Yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is with all the rights and who owns what. I I listen to JP talk about that, and he's he's an expert on that. He he, he can go on for hours about that. But dude, but you know, it, that's a main that's a main release that needs a blue, especially since they've released you know part two. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I hear. Yeah. Yes, it does. Look at the Phantasm thing. But that's another story. Yeah, I, I, eventually I bet it'll <laughs> no. come. I mean, it's, it's Scream Factory has to be aware oh, of, dude, of yeah. every every time they're like, we're making announcements that every time it's like, oh, I put that Phantasm box at. They're remastering that shit now. Fucking what's his name's involved in it? J.J. Abrams. Oh, really? You no, know, it's okay. coming. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so, so even, you know, so big things are coming from both companies. Right. Here's, I just, here's what I don't get in all of it. Why be mad? I'm glad there's Arrow. They have great things. I'm glad there's Screen Factory. Why complain about this? It's the best of both worlds. But it just makes zero sense for Arrow fans, for some of them. Nah, just, just I'm not saying all of them. I like Arrow too. But the people that are getting angry at Screen Factory, it just seems like, why get angry about it? And why praise Arrow because fucking lunch meat or some fucking random average at best fucking 80 slasher comes out? You're going to be meat. happy about that. Who's yeah. in lunch meat? Dude, I don't know, but if it came to fucking Arrow, all of a sudden everybody would know what it was. Just like yeah. the fucking Mutilator, and just like... Uh, so there was another one that was even uh, another title that was even... Bloodbath uh, got a release. Fall uh, Break, you know? Oh, Fall Break was the Mutilator. What? That was the alternate title for the Mutilator, I think. Well, it is. Fu- that is yeah. correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Microwave Massacre, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Microwave Massacre, I, Dude, like, that, that was sucks. one that surprised me. Yeah, I saw, like... <laughs> I liked it, but it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't pick like it's not a thirty-five dollar pre-order from Arrow. No, it's crazy. It's a ten dollar clearance Blu-ray, maybe. Fuck you know? yeah, I just don't get it. 
why movies like that, and I'm not dissing them. I just don't think that they deserve a fucking a booklet and a fucking uh, behind the scenes, right? That's... You gotta admit, it's funny the size of that microwave, though. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is huge. That was one of the first movies I ever rented, Microwave Massacre. It was on my list that I challenged myself to. Yeah. Well, now, Mike, what do you think? Do you collect or no? Uh, no. I, I used to, like, when I was younger and had more spare money um, to spend on movies. But, I mean, even though I don't personally collect as much anymore, I still would err on the side of the more uh, the more choices, the better. The more selection out there is ultimately the better option than... Um, going back to the days when everything was extremely hard to find. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the, the earlier days of the internet back in my day when, uh, even Amazon, there was a ton of stuff you couldn't get. You had to go to like international websites to get stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff you had to see if you could find a region free copy, all sorts of, you know, ways you had to get around, uh, movies that weren't released on region one. So I would say, you know, whatever cons there are to having all these re-releases over and over, which I understand some of the points, I would still say the pros outweigh it. And it's better uh, to have more options. I mean, you can look at movies like army of darkness and evil dead and evil dead Two. There's probably like a hundred releases of those. And I think I have, like a special edition of Evil Dead 2 and a Blu-ray, and that's it. And I just stopped after that. But, you know, every once in a while, I'll look up on Amazon and look at prices just out of curiosity to see if I want to add something to my collection. And I, I like the fact that the option's out there as opposed to, you know, if one of my discs went bad and then it's like, sorry, out of print, no luck. You're going to have to go buy it for 300% of the price off eBay. Like, So, I, I mean... I guess that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, I do. I hear you. I used to collect big time, and um, I, I sold a lot of things back. And uh, because I started doing a lot of blues, I sold a lot of my old DVDs and just burned them and kept the fucking burned. You know what I'm saying? You got me updating to blues so much now. I became hey. a Bluetuber, man. I just See? gave a, actually today. I gave Brett. Hey, Brett! Shout out again. Nice. I gave Brett a copy of Bloody Birthday on DVD because I just upgraded the Blu-ray. I'm like, why am I upgrading to a Blu-ray copy of Bloody Birthday? I was just gonna, I was thinking that. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. See, no, you, you, could, you could say, but you know what the thing is? Severin had a really oh, nice fifty percent off sale, so I got it for like nine bucks, brand new. I bought I, a couple. I bought a couple things, and I saw it on there. I'm like, you know what? I'll update to blue, and I'll give it to Brett because she's, she's. I've been giving her all like my horror movies that I'm either upgrading or just never gonna watch again. Yeah, man. Yeah, nice. That's good. I mean, yeah. But I I think what what also is kind of I I don't even think it's necessarily an Arrow versus Scream Factory thing, but one of the things that's probably pissing people off is that this guy over at Code Red seems to be getting his hands on all these obscure films, yeah. a lot of which I've never heard of, some of which sound really cool, some of which I would love to buy. I only own about a handful of films from from Code Red, but this guy's a major jerk off. So I've been hearing, been- like I've been hearing it for years, and I like I'd never experienced it. I've ordered from him a couple times. Like I said, I probably own less than ten films from him, and every time I've ordered, they've come and no issue. They're super overpriced. He's he says everything's limited to twelve hundred, eleven hundred copies. Yet mm-hmm. yet you can find them on there for for ten years since he's been operating. <laughs> 
Yeah. But then you're reading posts online. I read a post where he responded to a deaf individual who yeah, asked, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, who asked if he could put closed captionings in their future releases. Now, look, if you're going to say no, fine. You could say no. He could have just responded and said no. No, there's no plans. I'm sorry. No, no, not going to do it. No, cost too much. Or just no, not going to do it. But no, this guy has to be like, why, you can't read lips? And just has to make these stupid generalizations about deaf people and just really digs a hole for himself. If you've read his post, this guy is, is he's illiterate. He sounds like a fucking moron. No, he's a classic asshole. I saw that post and it, yeah. it was brutal. Yeah, he makes he makes stupid inappropriate posts about. No. He, he made one post where he's like, "Oh, I met Kmart today, and some Mexican lady farted behind me. Could have killed small animals." Like, what are you doing? You operate a business. You're always complaining about how no, business isn't back. Actually, that is kind of funny. But <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't support him though, knowing that. Well, that's, that's he can have any title he fucking wants, dude. If I know someone is an asshole for a fact, and they're the they're the head of that company. There's no way I'm gonna fucking support. And that's a lot. And that's the thing right now that's going on. A lot of people are saying, "Don't support him. Don't do this. Don't do that." And yet, people are still supporting him. And that's fine. I'm not gonna tell you whether to support him yeah, or not. I can't. Choice. I can't guarantee I'm. I'm never gonna buy a film from them again. I don't usually buy films from him to begin with because his quality of transfers are pretty shitty to begin with. Yeah, but fuck um, that. Why you're that desperate to see it on fucking blue? Honestly, I'd rather watch it illegally on YouTube. Honestly, right? Why? Because yeah. he, he charges money, like big money, and and he just insults and about money. his customers and, nonstop. Oh yeah. Right. The guy's an asshole. He really is. Like, there's no other way to put it. If there's anyone out there who knows this guy, you can just report back to him and tell him he's officially an asshole because I said so. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole sometimes, and like, hey, I'm like when 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 one asshole's like, wow, that guy's a big asshole. <laughs> then you know it's bad. He is a big asshole. And you should be really insulted, Dave, because all his posts now, all he does is walk around dressed as a giant banana. Does he really? Yeah, this is one banana you do not want to peel. What an asshole. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Man. Yeah, so, so I could honestly say at this point that I have no plans to support this guy. I know Diabolic carries a lot of his movies, and I always tell people if they want the movies to go through Diabolic, because the guy who runs Diabolic, he handles his, his site very professionally. You can email him and talk to him without fear of him canceling your order and never shipping to you. <laughs> no, seriously, that's that, this guy. This guy reminds me of like the soup Nazi of uh, DVD distribution. Dude, if I would have known that, there's no way I could I could do business yeah. with someone like that. Oh yeah, Moods has got stories. I think Moods is the reason he doesn't ship to Canada. I don't. <laughs> <sure. laughs> yeah, that's a thing, Christian. Do you not have Screen Factory and Arrows uh, shipped to Canada because of the price? Oh, I you know what I didn't even I didn't check. But having said that, Scream Factory is by far my choice. <laughs> yeah. When I look at the selection on there again, Arrow, Arrow's got a few. Arrow's got Demon Society, Videodrome. I I mean again, I'm the Mutilator. It was great if you cut it on VHS. I can't imagine I would ever go grab a Blu-ray copy of it. I just no. I don't think I would. But when I look at the selection on um, Scream Factory, it blows me away. I get so people being upset, that. especially when you look at like the first half of the catalog. I mean, they were killing it with the Halloweens, the Pumpkinheads, and Motel Hell. Then they got the Sleepaway Camp. I mean, they have so much good stuff. But just remember that, and they'll get back to putting out more obscure stuff once yeah. their sales pick up. You know, I don't necessarily love these um, originals that they're putting out, but yes, I guess. Uh, I guess they're selling. They're selling. 
Is Blue Underground still in operation? I believe so. Okay. I, I think I have a, like the 25th anniversary zombie off that. It's either that or the Blu-ray. One of them I have is from Blue Underground. But I, since I haven't kept up with just collecting in general, I wasn't sure if they still uh, produce DVDs. They do. I mean, I still. I think they're still producing. I still buy some Blue Underground. They're they're another good company. I just say the, I'm with you. The more the merrier. I just say just yeah. everybody, especially these companies, because these are two well respected companies that I don't think they're. You know, people sometimes are complaining. Oh, they're trying to rip. I don't think they're trying to rip us off. Look, it's a business. They're trying to make money, yeah. but 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 uh, but they're they're giving us good products. They are giving us good products, and they're, they're not just... and they're not insulting us. So, continue with the. Uh, with with the releases. Yeah, at least they do good stuff. They both have bonuses. They both give shit to their fans. Yeah, know? there's there's quality in, in in all their yeah. releases. And, and I'll tell you this: outside of outside of Arrow and Scream Factory, I couldn't tell you any of my Blu-rays and what company makes them when I buy them. I have no clue. I never pay attention to that shit. If, if I notice a lot in something getting popular, I can't help but notice. Like Screen Factory, they started slow, they came up, and you're like, okay, these are cool. You know? But I remember back in, the, even with DVD, the only DVDs I, I remembered were like Anchor Bay. Yeah, kind of Anchor Bay, yeah. But that's it. Like, now I, I know there's a lot of collectors, but me, I, I could care less, unless there's a reason to really care. But I mean, if you say, hey, you're Dawn of the Dead, fucking who released it? I have no clue, fucking. And not just horror, although... 95% of my Blu-rays are horror, but yeah. anything. I don't know what they are. So who put out The Godfather? I don't fucking know. I don't know I don't know who these companies are. Yeah, this seems to be the big thing with horror is knowing the companies. And there are some other really great companies doing great things and putting out great stuff. But uh, I know. just never cared. Isn't that weird? It just never occurred to me to, to care. <laughs> it it only matters to me just because I know that, that certain people are, are put, put in much better work than others. But honestly... With the exception of Code Red and just all the shenanigans this idiot's pulling, you know, just the way he is, and and the quality of his transfers from what I've heard since since the beginning, and I believe he's been operating for ten years already, and uh, Twilight Times, which the, not I own I own one Twilight Times, but the thing with them is they limit everything to three thousand, and nothing's numbered, so you're not even sure if it's limited to three thousand. It says it's limited to three thousand, and they charge you thirty bucks a film. So Shit. nobody really wants to support that because that's just shady as hell. Make it make it available so people can can buy more films from your catalog. Nobody's spending thirty bucks for for a single movie. I mean, people are. I mean, it, yep. it, get, it gets too expensive. I'd rather go cheaper. Absolutely. Well, but, the the bottom line is fucking. There's room for everybody. Yeah. Thank goodness we have them. Really. And I hope I didn't offend anybody. I wasn't trying to call. Arrow fans, because I love Arrow too. But I, I wasn't trying to say that people are horror hipsters just because. Look, I think we're I think we're on the fan. same page, being being kind of neutral with loving what both are doing, and it doesn't matter which one we like more. Just the fact that both are doing so much and putting out a lot of things is great. Dude, yeah, we're, horror is peaking. I'll say it again; it's, it's peaking in every market possible. Yeah. So that that's a good thing. I want the hills have eyes from Arrow. Or I want Dead End Driving from Arrow. I want. Oh. Carrie and Return of the Living Dead and the thing from Scream Factory and I want more obscure stuff from from both also the Bloodstained Butterfly is a I believe it's a Giallo that's coming <laughs> out like getting released movie. in August I've never even heard of it me neither I but like it's but it's it a Giallo and it's and it sounds awesome I'll I'll buy it Arrow's putting it out right now and, and Hellhole an obscure movie you know which was on my list that Scream Factory's putting out 
not a great movie by any means, but fun as hell. I'll buy that when it comes out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so both companies doing good things, and keep it up, and let's not hate on either one. Yep. Especially when Code Red's out there to be hated on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when they deserve it. The rest of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget it. So, yeah. So that's that. We'll probably talk about this again in the future. We have a review. I never mentioned it at the beginning of the show, of the show believe it or not. <laughs> Because uh, that's how professional I am. I never have, at the top of the show, I did not say that we are doing um, a, a review for this movie. But, you, really like, shit the, you really shit the bed on this one. I did, man. I did. I was all thrown off. I had, I had, I was worried about introducing Mike. So it's, it's my first time having a guest, you know? Our first time. Just, this is kind of cool. People are like, what's the review going to be? Is there a review? No. One man's opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the name of the movie tonight that we are doing is Green Room. <laughs> okay, Green Room, 2016, directed by Jeremy Solnier. After witnessing a murder, a punk rock band is forced into a vicious fight for survival against a group of maniacal skinheads. All right. Why do they always have to be maniacal? Why can't they just be like, why can't there just be a friendly skinhead? Yeah, these, these are the friendly skinheads, yeah. I was gonna say, how many different brands of skinheads other than Maniacal? Yeah, I know. Hi guys, I'm Sam. the only skinhead I've ever liked was Ed Norton in uh, American History X. I would hang out with him; he was cool. <laughs> Fucking Derek, huh? <laughs> Derek, yeah, Derek. Yep. Uh, this kind of I, I actually, since you mentioned that movie, there was times that it took it, it took me back to it. You know, certain- yeah, certain certain aspects of it definitely reminded me of it. It didn't go too much into detail. More detail for might not have heard it, but then again, I like the fact that this was a a really well quick paced film. Yeah, yeah, they could have tacked down fifteen fucking meaningless minutes. Yeah, yeah I felt but- like it would have been meaningless for the story. You know, you you get you get the idea of what's going on. Absolutely, I think it was paced just fine. Yeah. And this director yeah. is another director that. Uh, has done good things. Did uh, Murder Party in 2007 and Blue Rune from uh, two years ago. Yeah, Blue yep. Rune was awesome. Blue Rune was awesome. Murder Party was good. Blue so. Rune is what really had me hyped for this. I I actually just recently saw Murder Party. Mm-hmm. I had known about it. I just hadn't seen it, but I did see Blue Ruin back because it was on Netflix for a while. And yeah, uh, that's where I, that's where I saw it. Yeah, some people that. Um, I follow online had it like in their top 10 of the previous year. And I was like, I see that. And when it hit Netflix, I thought it was really, really good. And when I found out he's making this new movie green room, I was like, well, uh, if it's half as good as blue room, I'm going to really like it. And I really liked green room. I thought, um, like you said, there wasn't much filler. Once it got in the plot moved along. Uh, I mean, there wasn't a huge amount of plot, but it's not really needed in this kind of movie. It, it, it's paced really well, um, much like the director keeping with his previous style. Uh, the, the the scenes where you do get gore, it's pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. He has a way of making it not feel gratuitous where it's just nonstop. Like it, it, it builds up to the scenes that, that call for it, and what you do get is crazy, crazy realistic looking and... Uh, like I said, brutal, but it feels warranted. It feels earned. It feels like it it, it should be. 
there in the spots that it is. Yeah, I I would say I enjoyed this movie a lot, and another another one for this director that I like, and I will be anxiously following what he is going to be attached to next, which I'm not even sure what. But I think it's going to be Christian's butt. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. I didn't waka. see anything on uh, like uh, upcoming releases or anything, but uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm very. I love the way this movie looked. Um, funny enough, he's he was his own cinematographer on uh, or director of photography, whatever, on Blue Rune or, or, or cinematographer, cinematographer, yeah. And then, uh, but he wasn't on this. He had someone else was doing that for him on this one, maybe because it was a bigger budgeted film or whatnot. But it it looked amazing. Yeah, well, this one had had a theatrical release. I think it was limited, but yeah, it was. Yeah, but, no, it, yeah. this one came came and again kind of went rather quickly as well, but. Great, great cast. Uh, well, yeah, well it, acted. Um, it's a little bit more um, depressing since uh, Anton died. Uh, yeah, just recently yeah. too, because he just shows like how um, how good of an actor he is, and I think there's there was going to be great things that were coming. I think he was definitely someone to look out for because yeah, he he he's been great in pretty much everything yeah. he does. He's one of those actors. I mean, a lot of people like if you only watch horror, you'll know him from this or Odd Thomas or Bearing the X. But a lot of his non-horror stuff too. Even when the films aren't even that great, his acting is always like above and beyond. Yeah, uh, Alpha Dog. It, that's actually one of the films I didn't necessarily love him in. But no, you know, oh, you didn't love him in it, really. Yeah, but I thought I, he was good in it, but I wasn't crazy about. That. I didn't love the film either. Maybe it was more that I just didn't love the film. But uh, yeah. you know, he, he's done so many good things. You know, um, had done so many good things that you know it's a damn shame. Yes, yeah. it is a shame. Especially like the, it's just like a tragic accident. Like how, yeah, just a freak when does accident. something like that happen? You know. Yeah, here's here's a good guy who's like, it's not drugs, it's nothing, it's just freak oh. accident with his car that you find out after the fact was was a vehicle that was recalled oh i didn't even know that part yep 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 what something happened? with something it, he got he basically got pinned between his mailbox and his car something with the with the brakes Holy fuck. and there was something wrong with those brakes they were defective and that car had been recalled for that yeah he parked his car in like wasn't it like a jeep or something and he yeah parked, he parked in the driveway and he didn't put the e-brake on, mm. and he, he, for whatever reason, he went to, like, the, I don't know what he was getting behind the car or something, and then I guess it has, like, a defective parking brake, and so it started rolling, and it, it pinned him to, like, a wall, and he I think he died of, like, asphyxiation or something. Oh, God. Oh, terrible. I mean, yeah. you, you never hear something like that happening. It's, like, crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Wow, man. That's a shame. I'll tell you what, I I, um, I, I, I have to see Blue Rune. Oh, yeah, you definitely got to see Blue Rune. Yeah, I, I remember it popping up on a lot of people's like uh, top ten list two years ago and seeing it, but mostly reading that it was more thrillerish than horror made me have yeah. an interest in it. I had an interest in it, but I didn't want to rush out to get it. Then it came on Netflix, I put it on my queue, and it did. It wasn't only. It was only there for like two months. And for me, I move slow with my fucking cues. I got to tell you, I'm adding shit all the time. I, I intend. I fully intend that I'm watching it, figuring it would be there for just you know. Just eight hundred down on the list. <laughs> it just. I just you know I should have taken the chance while it came up, but I didn't. But a murder party I like, and uh, I do got to see. And the same thing with this. 
as far as you, you could, people might say it's a thriller. I think this... It's got elements of horror, though. You could definitely... Yes. This one's definitely... I mean, Blue Rune is almost not a horror film, but still, it, it, appear, it appeals to, to horror fans. But this one definitely has horror elements to it. Yeah, this is more under the umbrella from, from what I... You know, I, I haven't seen Blue Room, but just from, you know, what little the I know. Fa- the fact that you haven't seen Blue Room, Blue Ruin, that ain't right. Oh, uh, it ain't? <laughs> ain't right. Well. Just ain't right. Just ain't right. One thing. Right. Blue right. Room. <laughs> I would say about this director, though, is like a, it's kind of a reoccurring theme in his, his movies so far is putting people into situations that they're not necessarily ready to handle. Because uh, in this one, you know, obviously they're not really ready for what's about to happen in blue ruin it's kind of a revenge flick but it's it's not some cold-blooded killer out for revenge it's yeah like and yeah. every guy and because of because of the situations people are thrown into it kind of makes for a more nuanced approach the the characters involved like i said they're not typical of what of the type of character you would find being in that predicament um i like in green room how Ever, you know, all these skinheads, there's varying degrees of people. There's some that you could tell they're like true believers in the cause. There's other ones that were probably just lonely, borderline losers, possibly, that are just following it because it's, hey, it's some group I can be a part of. And they're not even like very sure about what they're doing. They're just kind of going along with it because, well, what the hell else am I going to do? No one else will take me in. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, I, I like that there's a nuanced approach to it. It's not. Yeah, everyone's not a complete stereotype. He exactly, tr- he tries to paint like a complete picture of the scene as much as you can in like a ninety-minute movie. And he did it really well, especially with two of the main skinhead characters. I mean, I thought Imogen Poots, who uh, played um, what was the character's name, Amber. I thought she was. I liked her. As far as the movie went, the standout of the movie. I thought there was no. I thought there was no like not necessarily. I didn't think they were. I thought everybody was really strong. I didn't feel like it was a movie made for like one particular standout. But if I had to pick someone, I would say her character was. Well, I would say Patrick Stewart. See, no, see, I, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be that way, but I, I, I didn't think he, he stood out. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think he played his part evil enough, but he wasn't over the top. Here's what it was for me in him. Halfway through the movie, I kept thinking, this guy sounds like Patrick Stewart. And it took me half of the movie to really say, you know what? That is fucking him. <laughs> that's how much it didn't seem like Patrick Stewart to me. <laughs> that's why I liked it. Because he's kind of a guy that's usually typecast. Not typecast, but you, I, I've never seen him in this kind of a role. He reminded me of fucking Heisenberg or something. He, yeah. yeah, you know what? He did look like Heisenberg. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. He played very... Like, his character was very subdued and calculating like he knew he was like well at least for most of the movie he was like a few steps ahead of everyone else including his own people which kind of made it very interesting as the plot unfolded um the way you could tell he was like well i mean if anything he kind of reminded me of and i know we brought up the movie already american history x i i think the leader on that his name was cameron yeah cameron leader how He's like, yeah, I'm leading this cause, but if I need to save my own ass by turning on certain people, I'll do it. Yeah, because uh, my, my like my uh, safety is still number one over any like supposed movement 
Yeah, he he was cold and calculating. I mean, you obviously find that out as the movie goes further and further along, just how cold and calculating it was. But he was definitely way ahead of everyone. Yeah, very intelligent. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't like the mad crazy genius style. It was more like the okay, I'll I'll figure out how to get us out of the situation. Don't worry, everyone. Which is which is more scarier than just crazy yeah. Nazis running around killing people because th- these people really do exist and as as a Jew this this scares the shit out of me that there are those character types out there that are you know it's fucked yeah. up it is this this is this is true horror for for me watching it I was just like once once you know once the movie gets going they flip the script on them I'm like yeah. Mm-hmm. Kill yeah. these fuckers. <laughs> I think Patrick Stewart was so convincing in the the way it's subdued is like there's actually a part like just you know an interaction towards the beginning when you think maybe if they actually cooperate oh maybe like he would have actually let something different happen and then it, that flips like really quick and then you're yeah. like okay like. Now, okay, now we know what's really going on. But it was so, the, the way he was so, like, precise in handling the initial problem and, like, okay, I'll I'll figure this out. You do this, you do this, and it's no problem. And then he's like, all right, guys, how about this? And then you're thinking, hmm, well, if they just agree to that, maybe. And then as soon as, like, there's some hesitation there, he's like, all right, it's not going to end well for you. And then we know immediately what happens after that yeah holy shit i wonder if it was intentional that they got uh, a russian jew to play the lead character in it <laughs> i think that's awesome uh yeah that is cool how about you said she goes if you try to back out i'm gonna tell him you're jewish or something yeah you know that was i i think i don't know if people were misinterpreting it like like is he really jewish in the movie or or is she just making that up because of right. the fact they're asking that bar right i don't know you think he's playing a jew I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I never thought of it. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I didn't. I, I didn't really think joke. it mattered. Yeah, I took it as a joke it, too. It sounded like she was like just making a joke. And this movie, these movies are all about like obviously it's set up and payoff. I mean, you could say that about any movie, but this specific sort of style about the um, you know in the wrong place at the wrong time and what are we going to do to uh, to get out of the situation? Uh, you you get that build up and it's intense. And then the payoff is what's going to make or break the film. And uh, they, did, I thought they did a really good job. Uh, I would say it was a hundred percent successful, but the way I liked how they did it because things happen so matter of factly. So you think there's going to be, I think, a big standoff and more hero moments, and we don't get those. <laughs> there's not a lot of that no. at all. In I fact, like that about yeah, this. and that's it's, what I liked about it too. Yeah, it kind of played yeah. against what you're expecting. Yeah, it's just a lot of chaos. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people might might almost be like, "This movie's a mess." Because even at the beginning, when when they're first trapped in the green room, when they're first, you know, just being told, "Just stay," we called the cops and all that. You're like, "What's going on? What you know? Why are they doing this? Why are both sides doing this, doing that?" And things are a little mis misconstrued all over the place. And uh, e- even when they decide to to break free, you know, it's like they had no no set plan. And the fact that they come back to the green room about 15 times in the movie people must have been like what the hell do they keep coming back here for but you know given the circumstances it, it almost plays out like it's real it almost has a, a real feel to it mm-hmm. yeah it's uh I, I really i really enjoyed uh, this movie even though i have some questions about it uh, okay. uh, let me ask you like, guys what was this. her movement 
Like, is it when he says there's a movement? Is he just talking about like the white power mo- movement and like and, and whatnot? I they do mention the heroin thing, but we never really do. We get a clear picture. Did I miss something? Because I did have to watch this tonight right before the show, and there was no rewatching. So I want to make sure. I, I, yeah, I I'm anything. I'm a little confused about the movement as well because this guy, as intelligent mean? as he was, was basically just running a, a drug ring here. No, that's what. Well, I think the drug ring is kind of like. A funding mechanism for for the for, white power movement. Yes, because I'm sure, like you know, uh, when he's like, "Oh, this is a movement, not a party." He's yes. to like the white nationalistic, whatever the hell. I mean, yeah, so many different brands of, I guess, what skinhead. You know, I don't know what their specific ideology was because it wasn't really super important to the movie. So I think it was it was more a play on. Kind of like, because I remember reading an interview from the director. He kind of grew, I think he grew up in like the East Coast, like punk rock scene. And there was always like that uh, kind of like white power presence. It wasn't like the only people that went to punk shows, but it was always kind of there. And I think he, that's why he he was representing it to where at the concert, there was, there was people that seemed like they weren't skinheads too, but it was almost like the punk rock shows were being used as like a recruitment tool, like bring yeah. the people in with the music and show them a good time. But ultimately I'm running this place as a recruitment tool overall. And so I think when he kind of said that at the, at that point uh, in the movie, he was kind of like reminding his, his foot soldiers like, Hey, yeah, you guys can do your parting, but don't forget what the ultimate goal is here to build up our rank and file. I yeah, th- they weren't too happy with that that cover they did, that Nazi punks fuck off. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, I know nothing about punk music, but I actually like that. That was good. That was great. Oh, there was I, a lot of good music in this oh, movie. Yeah, there was. I have the soundtrack. I, it's awesome. I was listening to the whole thing while they walking the dog tonight. It was it is fantastic. It's a combination. It has actually like the soundtrack music as well as all the songs from the, the, the film as well. Score and, mm-hmm. and the soundtrack together? Yeah. That's and they cool. mix them up. Like, you know, two songs, two pieces of the music from the soundtrack. Two songs, two pieces of music. And it, it's really That's, good. Dude, good music. And it, it's something else about this movie. Good music and good dialogue. And I'll tell you, and I, I, like I said, I haven't seen Blue Rune, but... Murder Party. One of the things that always stuck out about that movie with me is is um, was the dialogue. It was almost like I'm not putting him on this a level of anything like that, but it reminded me of uh, Tarantino conversations. That's what I remember watching uh, Murder Party and yeah. seeing, and I was I was sucked into their conversation. They were good conversations, and the guy wrote good dialogue, and he did it again here, just like you know. The, when they're talking about the Desert Island band and stuff like that, and talk yeah, that, about, that, was, that was that was fun. Yeah, it was cool, and, and they were, kept coming back to that throughout. Yeah, yeah, right to the fucking right to the very end. <laughs> yeah, right to the very end. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I like that. And uh, you know, they were talking about different. They, they were name dropping different bands, and you know, if you do anything about those things, because what did he call them? Boots and braces. You know. Mm-hmm. Just like listen to their terminology and shit. And I remember I used to see people like that because I used to listen to and go to like uh, straight edge New York hardcore shows when I was in high school. I was into every, all kinds of music, but the straight edge kids, you know, that was all. It was all a, a positive movement, you know. It was good stuff. But because of the kind of music it is, 
they're they're you know some people I would catch them at the shows. I would catch a Nazi punks now and again at, at some of those shows. You know, so fucking it's fucked up shit. Here's what I don't understand: Nazis, neo Nazis. Didn't Hitler want a race of of blonde haired, blue eyed guys or some shit like that? Or am I wrong? The pure race. Then yeah, then these people wouldn't be the pure race. So why why would they um you know what I'm saying praise them? I don't know. Did they? Do they specifically praise Hitler in the movie? I can't remember. Well, I I I, I see some Sieg Hales, right? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember seeing that. There's swastikas. I saw a few swastikas. Don't tell yeah. me you guys didn't see them in the fucking in the room. There was the Confederate flags. Not that that's it necessarily. You know what I'm saying though. There was that stuff in the back room. I, you guys didn't see swastikas. Uh, I pro- I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm sure there were. I mean, like I said, I. I think the movie are probably purposely strays away from any type of like political manifesto specifically. It's more just generalized Nazi punks, uh, whatever, right? Whatever the hell like their specific brand is, because um, you probably talk to ten different ones and they all have some different ignorance to say about like what exactly they subscribe to, but. Um, I, 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 mean, I mean, the the swastika was never was wasn't originally used as a symbol of hate. You know, I know that. I mean, that's that what was, it's known for now. Obviously, was, yeah. You know, you can't really support a swastika and be like, I don't mean it that way. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you, when you see it in a group like that, you know what it means. You know what it's all about. You know. I, yeah. Exactly. Fucked up shit. This is what it's all about. But but I'll tell you, they. They definitely when he says that about it being a movement, not a party, he's all business. He's fucking, you know, it's kind of like again, American history acts how the one the, you got some true blue guys that are fucking all about their cause, and then you got the other guys that are fucking around and that are just yeah. there, you know what I mean? And then the party, the same shit happens in this one when the guy gets mad because of the heroin they're buying. Yeah, they're messing around. They're, they're messing. They're doing something involving black guys in, in their business dealings and. The same thing happened in American History X. Remember when Derek went to jail and he said that that guy doing drugs with the um, the Puerto Ricans or whatever he was doing, I think. Yeah. And he got pissed off at him. He got preachy, saying, "What are you doing, messing around with them?" So it was the same type of thing. These guys are true blue, and these this is this. But then, you know, it's different in person. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But that's just one element of the movie. The conversations were great. The performances were all good. It was nice to see what's her name in there, the the girl from uh, Final Girls. Sam. Oh uh, yeah, Aaliyah Shawcat. Yeah, she's she's great. She's from uh, Arrested Development, also. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's been in a lot of things. She's great. I like her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The the violence in this was was you know, awesome. Like you said, Mike, it was it was brutal. Like you you almost didn't expect it, but and then it just built up and was just absolutely like every single scene of violence was just like whoa. Yeah, it, it, and it was kind of like the hyper realistic looking. Yep. Like yeah. Right off the bat, when they offer, well, I don't. Uh, we should. Uh, you guys do a spoiler section afterwards, right? Uh, Just, yeah, if we need to, if there's if there's stuff, I was trying to figure out. So you think there is stuff to spoil here? Well, not so much spoil. I didn't. I I wasn't sure. I if I should like start naming off detailed death and gruesome scenes. If people are like, hey, I don't want to know that, like exa- specifically what the violence is, but I don't know. I'll just say like that the first thing when they get offered a potential deal and 
they start to agree to it, and then he's like, oh, no, don't do it. And then he he comes back into the room, and you get that shot of something yeah. in there. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, right then, I'm like, oh, God. Like, yes. that's the first gag. <laughs> Somebody please lend me a hand. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I need help. <laughs> the whole time, like, you, you figure... He's gonna draw it back in. And it's gonna be like stabbed or cut, but I wasn't expecting <laughs> to it. see. Yeah. Like, holy shit! Wow. I like the way his friend says to him. Wow, you you kept it out there a lot longer than I would. <laughs> you held on a lot longer than I would. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, there was some good stuff. Yeah. They get straight what scotch taped up. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they duct taped them. Yeah. <laughs> Both things with the arms. There was two things happening at the same time involving the arms. That was. Oh uh, yeah, with, with uh, Big Justin. Yeah, man. That yeah. that the first time I saw that I got confused. I saw that happen. I was like, wow, because I thought it looked really good. That was it. Almost everything in this movie's practical. You know, I think there's a sp- two splashes of fucking CG on some slits, but they if they did use it, they use it the right way. If you're gonna yeah. use it at all, just a little bit to enhance. But the, it still looked good, you know. The the, the slashes we do see because we see slashes, we see breaks, we see explosions, mm-hmm. <laughs> we see things, you know. We even get a fucking Suspiria reenactment. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, Suspiria, a, a, a Suspiria kill, <laughs> totally. It looked. I think I did. It was a tribute to it in, in a way. Yeah, the dog, man, the dog thing. Isn't the dog a, a Beyond thing? No, that's Suspiria. Oh, yeah, when he's walking the dog. Yeah, the blind man and his dog, and his Dark. dog turns on him and fucking rips out his throat. That shit. Am I crazy? Didn't the blind girl do that in Beyond also? I don't remember. I don't remember that happening. I must I must be crazy. I don't know. Oh, I know that I've seen Suspiria so many times. I know that well, but that reminded me of, of that with one of the, the things with the dogs. Yeah, another good plug for pit bulls in this movie. <laughs> my wife was actually really pissed off about that she's so anti like we're their band here and she's so anti that movement because she had pit bulls a couple of times said that the, mo- the most loving dogs the best dogs most yeah. obedient unfortunately they get a bad rep and you know i i said you're not going to want to watch this movie i can guarantee mm-hmm. it based on that scene but then it's kind of redeemed at the it, end i was gonna say it's, it's, it's very yeah it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I believe the end, even in our crowd, there was some aww, like <laughs> <laughs> on that part, and then yeah. and then like that you say that, and then you're like, oh wait, okay, maybe I shouldn't be so sympathetic. <laughs> I feel bad for those dogs, man. They can't that they can't help. That's the way they're trained, you know. Well, not only that, but it's the fact that they're trained to do that, and then that's they're pretty much getting like. Uh, what they're expendable afterwards because they can't have any evidence. Well, yeah, that's shitty. That's, I mean, that's even even worse. Yeah, the fact that it's like, all right, you've uh, you've been here for your purpose, and now you're just a dumb dog to us, and we're gonna dispose of you. I was like, oh, dumb dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at first, at, <laughs> when they did that, and he's like, oh, this will keep him up like another hour or two i thought it was like they were giving him some type of like stuff to keep the dog hyped and then i realized i was like oh no he's giving him that so yeah <laughs> after, after the mission's over i was like oh that sucks oh that's what you know what i oh see 
Okay. Yeah, it's like it would be an honor if he would if he would die with some meat in his mouth. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. That which is how Christian always feels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good, you. <laughs> oh. Nice. Oh, hey, I got man. a question. I have a few questions. Is the band's name Ape Rights? Ain't Rights. That's why I said the fact that you haven't seen Blue Rune ain't right. Yeah. That's why I didn't get yeah. the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody got that. You got the right. Oh, no, we got right? it. They got, no, you got it. it. I okay. might have just pretended like I got it. Dave <laughs> no, was, I was expecting more. I was like, that ain't right. Yeah, right? <laughs> or oh, or okay. as they were on the, uh, on the uh, billboard, they were the aren't rights. That's what the guy said when he was on stage. That's what he said. He goes, yeah, because they put them up all wrong. And Cowcatcher was, was the, the other guys who, uh, yeah. who, were, who were sort of the partiers of the, of the movement. What the fuck? I couldn't understand what they said there either. I thought they, and both times they said it. I didn't know what they said the second time, but the first time when the guy interviewed them, something was going on, and I thought they said Ape Rights, A-P-E, you know? Fucking, <laughs> Ape Rights, I thought was the name of the fucking band. I'm like, okay. he, went to, he went to iTunes, he's like, I want to download some Ape Rights. <laughs> <laughs> like that fucking chick from uh, Sleepaway Camp, the Ape. <laughs> <laughs> And one more thing: when they first get to the part, the party. When they first get to the, to, to play the gig, the the guy says something so to him about <laughs> about your girl, and the guy grabs him by the throat and says, "Fucking whatever, uh, shut up," or some shit like that. About the cousin. Yeah, about and something the, about Dan, the girlfriend. Dan, what the yeah. fuck was that? I missed out on something. That's later the main, on, That's the huge plot of the movie. And I didn't. I didn't get it later on when they started talking about it again. Some- Throw Dave in the green room. I saw it twice now, and yeah, I didn't Dave, understand. Dave, somebody gonna, was trying to run away with somebody's girlfriend. Is that what was going uh, on? Dave, you're going to answer this question. Answer. To spoil something if if we're going to answer this question. Yeah, you know, it, we've been kind of like talking real tentatively about this because it's, it's kind of tough to talk about this film because there's a lot of things you want to talk about, but it's it's a very quick moving film that it feels like a lot of things are just spoilers, especially that. Oh, okay. Then let's go into spoilers then. Let's do it then. If there's stuff to spoil, we don't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely recommend people see this before even listening to our review because it's, I mean, it, first of all, it's a great film, but but second of all, it really is hard to talk about because it really just jumps right into it with, with, with great gore scenes and, yeah. and just terrific acting throughout. And it's just, you know, you could start yeah. talking the first 10 minutes of the film and already you're you're telling stuff that, that people don't want to necessarily hear if you want to go in blind and just really enjoy it without knowing anything. Yeah, there's not a lot of filler. Yeah, not at all. Good call. Then let's, let, let's, let's abort the, uh, the non-spoiler and get into it. We'll just yeah. say that we can probably all agree that technically it's a really sound film. Yeah, let's wire hanger this. <laughs> oh, man. No wire hangers! <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I guess... Okay, we're gonna go into spoilers. I'm in a way. I'll be spoiling my. Oh no, I won't. I won't be doing that. But yeah, we're gonna go into it. I- I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I know. I'm a. I'll kid. tell you right now. I'm a mess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. He's saying he's gonna tell us right now, but then he doesn't tell us. I know. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, but I won't. I'm not gonna do it. No, no. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you nothing right now. <laughs> We're in a loop. <laughs> We're just in a loop. <laughs> Dave Z in a loop. <laughs> this happens at least once every episode where Dave Z slips into a loop. He either strokes out. I think he's just... telling himself right now. I think it's like, remember how there's me and then Dave Z? 
on this episode. I think he's, I'll tell you right now. And then the me's going, no, I'll tell you right now. And they're having an internal argument right now. And, and we're all privy to it. <laughs> yeah. So, Dave, the thing that you you were confused about is, you know, when they first meet with the guy Tad, who they stay with, who sets them up with the gig. Wait a minute. Are we are we in spoilers? We're in spoilers. Big enough yeah. announcement. Okay. Yeah, it was big enough. All right. Well, just in case. Five, four, three, two, one. Spoil. Okay. Okay, Dave. So I think the thing is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The cousin Daniel. He was going to leave with the girl, um, what was her name, Emily? They had the screw. They got right? killed? Emily, Emily got killed. the one who got killed. He Why did she get with killed? He, she was killed because her boyfriend is a heroin addict, angry lunatic. He was who's her boyfriend? The one from the, uh, from the, the band. around the neck. Okay, right? okay so Worm, the guy's worm, cousin. worm. Oh, okay, the guy's cousin. That's who Worm was. They kept talking about Worm. Worm was the big guy who was the head of the cow catchers or whatever the hell the name of that band was, who was taking all the heroin. And, I really uh, like that song. Yeah, the who, who said one who, from Yeah, who end. basically. Yeah, <laughs> who, I did her to it. Yeah. That, I got that. That's. Okay. I didn't know that was Worm. That's why he attacked him when he first got there. You know, shut up, don't say anything. So, wait, Worm's girlfriend? Worm's girlfriend was going to be leaving with Daniel. It's Emily, correct? Emily, yeah. And that's why she got killed? I don't is know. It? if No, Worm didn't find out about that. I think, my so why did she get killed? Why my guess is she just had an argument because he's a fucking skinhead. A heroin junkie skinhead. Junk skin she probably said something wrong and he stuck a knife in her head. So she was. he was the one that killed. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, Worm was the killer. Okay, Worm was a fucking... Okay, so Worm killed her and they tried to cover it up. I think it just got out of hand really fast because... It was weird. The one character that not necessarily confused me, but that was like I was up in the air about the whole time was Gabe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's he's actually the actor from Blue Rune. He's the star oh, yeah. of Blue Rune. And uh, he's terrific in that. And he, he's good in this, too. And, he, you know, you get the sense that, like, he, like, even though he's, like, holding the gun and telling them you're going to stay here, like, he, he doesn't know. Like, I don't think he ha- really had an idea of how bad this was about to escalate. Yeah, he was in over his head. Yeah, he was way in over his head. And they give you clues to that throughout the film. You know, he he looks disgusted at many points, even during a lot of the killings. He he just, you know, has a look on his face like, like oh. he can't believe what's going on. And you could tell he was like, up to that point, he was kind of like like the bitch boy of the red laces because he still only had the white laces. which is Yeah, like, yeah. Rank. And he desperately wanted to be a higher rank. So then, like, Patrick Stewart's character... It was like, oh, well, this is how you're going to earn your laces by staying behind and taking care of the mess and all this stuff. So he was kind of almost like an errand boy. Yeah, he, he wasn't even thrilled when he got his red laces. Yeah, exactly. He, didn't, he, he knew he was in. He's like, I don't, he was basically like, I don't want these. <laughs> well, isn't he the one that says, I want to go to jail? I, yeah, I was about that, to ask you that. Did he uh, say, yes. I want to go to jail or I don't want to go to jail? I want to go I to jail. I want to go to jail. He okay, just, he wanted good. to be. He wanted to pay for. He just didn't want to be part of it anymore. Good. That's what I got the first time I watched it. I was like, I don't want. I, I thought he said I want to go to jail. And I, and I that, what about the second time? Did you not the get it? Second the second time. <laughs> no, check it out. The second time I thought he said I want to go to jail. That's what I was going to ask you guys. Which one he said? Isn't that weird? And then the th- the third time he watched, he's like, "I'm going to prison. I'm going to prison." <laughs> well, in my defense, the second time I watched it was just right before the show, 
and I, I hadn't eaten since I got out of work, so I was kind of in and out, and I was like, you know, trying to make myself dinner as I was watching the computer screen, so I was a little further away. So that's why, and I didn't want to rewind it because time was of essence. We had to get ready for the show, so I didn't want to go back, you know. So <laughs> there, there you have it. Uh, the first time I thought he said, "I." What did you have to, to eat when you're? Um, I feel like the story's not complete yet until I know exactly what you're eating. I'll pork chops, what. pork chops. No, just listen to what I had because of the diet I'm on. I had chicken. All I did was I bought a rotisserie chicken, and I took the chicken. I take the chicken off, and I put it in um, corn tortillas and roll them up with no cheese, and that's it. Just fucking a corn tortilla and a, a, a few pieces of the chicken. That's my dinner. So high protein, low carbs. Except for that corn tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> salsa? No pico de gallo? You can have salsa. Salsa you can put on anything. Salsa is the only condiment you can have. You can have mustard, too. I'm a picky eater. I don't use any condiments anyway, so... Hey, that's how they get pregnant. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, that's what I ate. I didn't eat a mushroom or anything like that. That's not why I'm fucked up. So If that's what you were getting. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm totally kidding. I didn't didn't even care. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) I thought I just, it was going to be like a, a joke. Jerk. What did you eat? You're all confused. Like, yeah. No, 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 not at all. Okay. No, I don't care. That's no. okay. That, I thought you were. And I was, yeah, that's good. That's... Uh, what a, like, let's talk about machete play. I mean, we did talk about that. Yeah. Like, they love machetes in this fucking movie. And they... Ah, great. Me too. <laughs> I, about time we saw some machetes in action. I think they were... Sorry. Avoid... Oh, I was just going to say, I think they were trying to avoid using guns until they really had to. Right. Oh, and when they started using guns, holy shit, because they did. Yeah. This every time you thought, here we go. Like I was, I seen it earlier. They're we're gonna go out. We're not all gonna make it, and they just get destroyed right away. Like I think two people die yeah. within like ten seconds, and I love, like I love that about it. Like you're thinking yeah. there's gonna be this big hero moment, and they just two of them die. Yeah, and, especially because he oh. Reese is the one who's leading, and he's the one who was the jujitsu master, and he's like, you're like, all right, here comes Reese. He's gonna tear up shit nope he's dead oh yeah yeah <laughs> so matter of factly too like people just get killed like stab boom boom so matter of fact you're just like wow that happened so fast at first i was like i'm like disappointed with that but i'm like no that was cool because i was not expecting that at all I, yeah I, I think if they went the total hero route i might have been like initially like yeah and then it would have been like oh well we've been, we've had this happen before so to have them yeah. all just kind of get killed was kind of great <laughs> And I think that that keeps in line with this director's style because even in like Blue Ruin, the guy who's getting his revenge, you could tell he he really doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's really watched like an action movie. And he's like, oh, okay, you're supposed to go get a gun. Okay, you're supposed to do this, but really, as he's doing it, he he he's he comes off like if I was trying to do, I wouldn't know what exactly. The hell. It feels very realistic. It plays out as if a normal person, even with the guns, you notice like. Especially when um, what's her name? When Sam has the the shotgun and she shoots, like yeah, like not not like not everything's a hit. Like in every movie you see, like sh- everybody's shooting everyone. They, they everybody's hitting everyone between the eyes. Not in this film. They're you know yeah. they're missing. They're messing up. You know. Yep, and you could tell they're going against people who somewhat know what they're doing because as soon exactly. as as soon as the Nazis get the upper hand, she's gone. He's gone. Yeah, it, it's it's realistic in that sense. And when yeah. that guy comes in. 
that try to help out and then says, I'm no, we're leaving. I'm a traitor or whatever like that. And I'm trying to help out. You're like, Oh, here we go. Another hero. Nice. And wow. When in mid sentence, they, that's a great movie. <laughs> oh, trait. Yeah. In mid sentence. Yeah. Boom. Head just shot. Right. Oh, head. Exploded. Oh, exploded. <laughs> As did mine. Cause I, this is one of those movies where I, I think I went, Oh, Oh yeah. yes. Like, more than a few times. Totally. And, and just because, like, there's things that just mouth draw, like, you can't believe they're happening. <laughs> it, it's, it just started, to, the first thing being his hand just literally hanging off, then oh, wow. to being choked to death and disemboweling Big Justin. <laughs> oh, yeah. was awesome. Followed by Tiger having his throat eaten out by the dog. Eaten out, that was not Eaten out. <laughs> he got eaten out by a dog. What kind of <laughs> films are you fucking watching? <laughs> Oh, but that scene was brutal, man. Yeah, yeah. They they, uh, they do a real good job of like dangling something for the viewer. Like, oh look, he, they're about to uh, uh, you know get the upper hand, and nope, and then they pull it back like really quick. Like, and it really puts the viewer kind of in that despair mode. Like, how the fuck are any of them gonna get out of here? Because every time they think they have something figured out, it just goes even worse. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This director loves playing with the conventions, the ones that we're so used to seeing, and he just shifts them. So like, you think it's going to go one way, and they, they he kind of builds up the anticipation that it's going to go that way, just to pull the carpet from underneath you and just say, nope, sorry, you're, I'm not going to let it go that easy. And I, I and that's, I think, why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. I really, uh, really like this style. Absolutely. He's... Uh... I got. I really got to see Blue Room now. That's that's what I'm saying. I enjoyed this so much. I, I already enjoyed Murder Party. This one I I enjoyed uh, more definitely. But I got to see that Blue Room if it's anything like this. The way you guys are talking about it, it's you know. It's awesome in a different way though. It's not quite as. Right. It doesn't go quite as brutal as this. But there are scenes. There are scenes that uh, definitely approach it for sure. Well, the brutality's big, man. It's there's some fucking just like you were saying. You were like, "Oh man, that's how I was watching this." I fucking not a lot of movies, uh, you know, yeah. get that reaction from me when I when I I, I see the kills. That's what. That's what yeah, it's you don't about. you don't usually see two pit bull kills in one movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, nope, and they had a little bit of everything, all all different kind of kills. It just and it seemed realistic the way things played out. How about the slowdown of the dialogue as they're, they've been hurting, he's lost a lot of blood, she was shot, they've just sort of fought off, fought their way out, and they're just kind of still sort of bantering back and forth, kind of comical, whimsical, I guess this is what you're alluding to earlier, Dave, like uh, Quentin Tarantino-esque dialogue exchanges almost, not to right. the same extent, but you know what, I, uh, I think that's what you're saying. But I think they just slowed down because they've been through so much and have lost blood and everything. I thought that was a cool touch, too. Yeah. I, I love their sort of blitz attack on those two guys that they send in after them. Where he's he jumps right into the... Uh, oh, yeah, the, the full the, the bu- camel. Right into the, right into the bunker and she's hiding yep. under the ca- in the couch. Not even under the couch, in the couch. Yeah. She's part of the cushions. That was cool. Some of that, some of that, that's the only stuff may have seen a tad bit far-fetched. Why? It's a you can, I've done it the before. Girl, the I've shit the girl was doing. Nah. Dropping the bodies and shit and, and timing and just setting that, that whole awesome. thing up. I, I know. It was awesome. I'm just saying, if if I'm going to have any anything at all to complain about in this movie, which isn't much, that's the one thing that could have been a, a little bit 
I uh, love the fact that she's yelling out how many shots he's got. That he's got. Yeah, that's cool. So that he knows. <laughs> like, even though yeah. she, he should have been like, "Shut up!" I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But it was it was our like, That's the only thing I could say may have been a little too you know too far out there. I dig it though. I dig it. I didn't feel like it was that far up. They, no, they decided. You know, after that whole story about um, playing paintball with uh, the Marines, that they were just gonna. Oh, I get that. They were gonna play war. Just how she was able to to pull the wool over that dude's eyes when she was holding the dead body or whatever she was doing. All that yeah, shit. It, but being it, able to think on your feet that fast, all of a sudden they get there and they're fucking he's in full camouflage mode, just like that. Because they were playing. They were mm-hmm. playing. I know what they were doing. It was just, you know, it's a movie. That's what you're supposed to do. But yeah. I'm saying everything about it, to me, seemed very realistic. From You know, just the portrayals of the characters and uh, the gore and the way the story unfolded. It, it all seemed believable. Yeah. It's the, those are the only few moments where it was a little... But it is a movie. I'm going to say movie-like. But it's a movie, so it's supposed to be. But you get what I'm saying? I, I just dig the realism of the movie. You know, it's like what you were saying about how people get killed really quick and you're not used to seeing it at those particular moments. That seems to me how things like that would play out in real life. Like all of a sudden there's a stabbing or all of a sudden this happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't usually play out that way in film. No, so. they, they don't. They usually... Do, and it's in. So matter of fact and... and I kind of respect it for that. You exactly. It, it's very good movie. Uh, I was, uh, yeah. Were you, su- were you surprised that, you know, even after Gabe says he'd rather be arrested, you know, by the police, that, that they kind of turn him loose when they're walking him outside, when they're going after uh, Darcy? Mm. Were you a little confused by that? Like a little like, well. No, I figured they weren't going to kill him because he, he assisted them. They probably didn't give a fuck about his fate. What do they care? They got their own agenda. That's the way I took it. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really just. I, basically, I didn't give it a second thought. I took but, it. I took it as the fact that Amber probably knew a little bit more about Gabe's character. Oh, well, obviously, and and probably knew that he he really didn't want this to be what it what it had turned out to be, because yes. he's the one who's initially holding the gun there, saying no, just wait. But but you don't get the sense at all ever that that he that he wanted it to turn out the way it did. Yeah, and you could tell like the way. Um, Patrick Stewart's character was treating him. He was like kind of a placeholder until the big yeah. showed up. Like, okay, thanks for thanks for going above and beyond your normal role. Now get out of the way. Exactly. It's, it's like we take care of this. The foot soldiers are here. I have another question. I think I, I was having difficulty with um, hearing or something. I don't know why. But there was a scene when, when Darcy walks up to some of the guys outside, some of the younger punks, and he says, who hasn't smoked yet? And some guys raise their hand, and then he says, come with me, and then those guys get into the car. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Did he say smoked? Yeah, who hasn't smoked. And I, I want to I wanna hear what you're going to say, Brandon, because I was wondering the same thing. All right. Um, <laughs> nice. What what happened in the scene again? He said, he walks I know up to, he walks up to a group, and he says, which one of you haven't smoked? And two guys put up their hands, because two of them are smoking, or three of them are smoking, and they're like, okay, come with me. And I'm like, what difference is it? Like, what, like, what do they need them for? Because they're worried that if they go in, they'll be able, to, their keen sense of smell will throw them off, or like, or give them away. I, I didn't get, I didn't get that either, Dave. If that, if that's what you're asking. That's exactly what I'm asking. What was he talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that maybe I heard it. He, he drove off with these guys. They got in the car, didn't they? Right after, did he drive off with them, or did he have them sent no, off? No, they, they walked off. I don't know if they drove off. 
I had I had a feeling that they were the ones who were going in. But what fucking remember. difference does it make about the smoke here? I think that's what Dave wants to know, too. That's yeah, what, I what the like, fuck was that? Yeah, I, I, not, like, that's I don't To be honest, I, I could be 100% wrong, but here's how I took it. Who hasn't smoked yet? Meaning, like, I almost felt like, like, who hasn't gotten their feet wet yet? Like, who hasn't, who hasn't done what we're about to do yet? I think, like, they were looking for new soldiers to step up. Maybe. It's a good question, but I, I that's how I took it. I was like, okay, these are the guys who are going in to do the, to do the dirty work. They haven't gotten their... They haven't gotten there. Cause our, it's bloody yet. It's been a while since I've seen it because I've only seen it the one time in the theater. Is this a scene where he sends some people away? Like, yes, to- I think so. Yeah, yes, he does send some people away. Now I, I can't remember if it's the same scene, but is this the part where? Because like I know there's a certain point where the situation's escalated to where once Patrick Stewart. And I know that's not. I keep calling him that because I can't remember his name. Do you Darcy. remember Darcy? Darcy. All right. Well, I think once Darcy realizes that like the situation has escalated to a certain point that they're likely gonna have to kill these people, he only wants like a certain caliber of people there. He he's gonna send off certain people because is this the same scene where he gives those two guys like the tablets of drugs? And sends them off, or is this a different? That's scene? the band he gives the drugs to. Okay, because that's that's the 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 cow catcher band. That's Worm and his bandmates. He gives the drugs yeah. to, and those are bad drugs. Those are yeah, he gives them, like the poison drugs on purpose. Yeah, yeah, to, to get rid of he, them. Yeah, so they, yeah, so they'll OD. Yeah, uh, because I know at a certain point there's like when Darcy's like, okay, uh, send like the white laces home. This is like a red laces only. Yeah, now. red laces only walk out of here or something. He says. Yeah, because I get, like, those are the ones that are, like, probably down for the cause enough to do whatever the hell he wants, and the White Laces are still, like, the noobs. Like, they probably are, like, the low-ranking guys that, you know, they're they're not ready for that kind of stuff, so he sends them off. I just couldn't remember if it's the same scene as what you're talking about or That's not. That's okay. It's insignificant, and it has nothing to do with the plot, apparently, because... No one else. Two of us noticed. Two of, two of us didn't. So it's just yeah. like a throwaway line, maybe. I don't know. I just me what Brandon was saying though about it's time, like for you, the ones who haven't done anything to step up to the plate and like do your part. It could have been. I, I, I if I would have had a chance to rewatch it, I'd have a better answer. Just yeah, I didn't. That's okay. I just thought maybe it was like some sort of slang. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it, I, I don't know. I'm cool but, like that. There was a lot of shit going on in this movie. I'll tell you that. Very interesting. It's like I watch it twice, and I feel I have to watch it a third time. Yeah, I only watched it the once. I I wanted to get a second watch in before we recorded, but I I didn't. <laughs> you guys picked up more watching it once than I did twice. So I don't I know only what it says it about me. I wanted to watch it right again, though. That's how much I enjoyed it. Like I, yeah. I, like I said, I downloaded the soundtrack to take the dog out. Nice. And then we started, and then got back here and sort of almost finished it off. I think there was a couple tracks left, and like then we started recording the show. And I, honestly, I think I'm gonna have to watch it again with the wife tomorrow if she can dig that pitbull scene. That is. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> well, I guess we should rate this, huh? You don't want to talk about Patrick Stewart's fate? Oh, the the the, the final. Uh... I love that. The confrontation. That was love, all good. I like when... I, I love the final confrontation. When he says you were scarier at night. Yeah. That, that was a good line. It's so true, too, because he's so unassuming. I mean, it's Patrick Stewart. 
But yet that's he was great. That's that's the face of evil. It doesn't have to be right. scary. And that's what makes this even scary because that's what evil looks like. It looks like the unassuming nice guy. Yeah. I, I, I feel you. It's you, you never know, know. The guy next door could be a fucking a neo Nazi. Yeah, scary as all these Nazis were with their tattoos and their big muscles like Darcy was the most badass of all of them in terms of his ruthlessness. Yeah, of course. That's why he's the boss. He's fucking yeah. bloody organized, man. Yeah. He's not one of those bumbling fucking... It's just like American History X. You got a couple guys at the top that are fucking... Not that I'm for these people. Of course I'm not for them. <laughs> You're but... getting very excited, though. I know. Like, yeah! No, I'm going to say that they're all business. They're fucking down for their cause. They're Taking fucking... our country they... back! They don't fuck around. <laughs> Make America great again! Um, <laughs> they don't fuck around. They're they're just there for their shit. They're true blue. Whether they're whether I believe in their cause or not is irrelevant. Of course I don't. But those guys are just all business. Where all these other people are just there for the fucking party and there to, you know what I mean? They're they're just fronting that they're you know. It's just just like that. The American History X is the same shit. Where there was Derek and there was Cameron. And then Derek found out it was all a bunch of bullshit, so he wanted out. And then the next guy that fucking Cameron tried to promote was that fucking moron, that, that big guy, you know? Seth. Uh, yeah. Seth. Seth. Right, it's the same type of thing. That's all he had to go to. If that's the best you got to go to, you fucking, you got trouble, you know? And it's the same thing here. You got a couple guys, and that's really it. That's all they are. But th- those guys play those roles well. Uh, uh, fucking Patrick Stewart here, you know? Yeah. And, uh... Who was it? Stacy Keach? Was that who Cameron was? You know, I, w- I want to say it was. American History X, yeah. I believe it was. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Sorry. But what about the baseball bat? We never talked about the baseball bat. Oh, yeah. What was it, the significance of that? I think well, he... that's a great way they tell the story. And that's that's very similar to how he his story technique in Blue Rune, I feel. And I think they're just giving us a taste. that Because that was the trunk of the guy that was going to run off with a girl, right? Yeah. yeah, it was all packed up, and 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 that's what he figured out, and he noticed that that was back there. Obviously, using a crime, whether he was going to turn it in or use it as like blackmail, Leverage. so that they yeah. never came after them. Exactly. They don't have, they don't explain it, and I love that. I thought they did a good job, just sort of hinting at what it could be without actually spelling it right out. Yeah, man, solid, solid fucking movie. It really was. Is there anything else we got? Poor doggy. Poor doggy. That does suck. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we'll have to leave it as a cliffhanger for that smoking scene because I want to I just see that scene again and see how the dialogue plays out because I thought the yeah, same I thing. Yeah, I kind of I want to watch it again now too. Yeah. I thought maybe they were talking in, you know, in skinhead jargon that I didn't know. Like, who hasn't smoked yet? <laughs> I who, like, like, who, like, who hasn't killed someone yet? Like, your, your job, it's your turn. Smoked. I don't know if he was getting these people fucking high for some reason. Did he have some other agenda? I have no idea. But it doesn't seem, seem like that'd be his style to fucking promote. No, it didn't. I, yeah, it's all I, business. I took it as like, who's up? To, who's who, who's going to kill now? Who's going to do the job? Yeah, I'm just I'm just glad I'm not crazy on that one. I thought maybe I heard it wrong or fuck, no, you're, you're you guys crazy. are going to laugh at me or something. Oh, you know? we're laughing. but <laughs> <laughs> That's what the mute button's for. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, we laugh with the mute button off. Like you, we want to hear everybody laughing at each other. That's what's going on anytime it goes silent. I fucking knew it. <laughs> what a downbeat film, though. I mean, you know, Anton Yelton's not going to be able to play uh, bass anymore or guitar, whatever he was playing. 
Yeah. Like even even with the top surgeons out there, that thing's just not going to heal right. Well, yeah, and it's like his <laughs> <laughs> three best friends are dead. <laughs> yeah, poor uh, Reese, man. I wanted to see him do jujitsu on like Darcy. I was like, oh, this guy knows jujitsu. They're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna work this into later on in the film. Nope, gone. <laughs> it's like I'm leaving. We're going. Let's go out the window. Stabbed fifty times. Dead. Yeah, that was a good scene. Oh, the they of- played around with a lot of things like that. Like the yeah. this is a fire hazard. This is a fire hazard. I'm like, oh, they're torching this place up at the end, and someone's gonna trip over the equipment or something like that. Th- throughout the whole movie, Nothing. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for somebody to torch the place. <laughs> Nothing at all. Like I mean, they, they they again little drops of dialogue, pretty much playing again with the conventions. I said it earlier, and it's just and they go great against it. And I I, I love that shit. I love when they they it's not like they're tricking us, but they're 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 not really giving. That's what we're expecting, and that's that's a sign of a great movie. And I do love the little bits of comedy they threw in there. I do love when they reveal their real Desert Island bands right before they know like they're doomed. <laughs> like uh, Prince, uh, you know. Yeah, they changed. Yeah. yeah, they changed. They're not into. They're not even into the punk. <laughs> well, the one kid stayed with the Misfits. He goes still the Misfits. Yeah, he did. And what was funny, the chick uh, Amber, she's like Madonna, and then she said Slayer. Yeah, that's great. What what a fucking thing, Madonna or Slayer? Yeah, and her her line at the end is just perfect to to just kind of sum up. Give you give you a little chuckle to a very downbeat film. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That that was good stuff. Tell somebody who gives a shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Good stuff. Desert Island Band. Desert Island Band. All right, name them. I have the worst taste in music. <clears throat> Come on. If I, if I had to go with Desert Island, I would go with David Bowie. Nothing wrong with that. What do you guys got? Come on, Desert Island Band. Uh, I again, I'd probably have to go with uh, Maiden. Nice, nice. Uh, shoot, off the top of my head, I'd probably go Slayer. Wow. Now, speaking of Slayer, that was fucking a nice treat here in War Ensemble, huh? Hey, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Is that in the soundtrack, Christian? Let me double check. I'm almost positive. <laughs> yep. No, positive. <laughs> no, I'm wrong. It's not. Oh, it's not. The best fucking song isn't there. Wow. Well, I was you just download shocked. the song and add it to your listening experience. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I was just shocked to hear fucking Slayer in a movie. I've never heard them in a movie before. I was like, boy, yeah. Mike, have you? Um, yeah, freaking Gremlins too. What? When, oh, when why? It's turning into a spider. They're playing Angel of Death, like the guitar solo. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were. That's like I. As soon as you said it, I was. I remembered. I go, oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Cannibal Corpse was in Ace Ventura. <laughs> If you're familiar with them at all, yeah, they're actually they're um didn't didn't they start here in Buffalo? I think they're Florida, aren't they? I don't yeah, know. way to try and claim them, Dave. Maybe they got somebody fucking I don't know. There's some type of tie with Buffalo and Cannibal Corpse. I know that. The Buffalo group- is loaded with dead cannibal corpses. <laughs> yeah, they're loaded with all kinds of fucking crazy shit. So do do, do uh does live stuff count too in Desert Island Band? Like if they put out live albums, does that count? Well, I think it's everything from the band, right? Because it's not a desert desert island album. It's like the band. So. Oh wow! If it's everything, then then it's easy. Then it's fish. Yeah. Okay. If it's live stuff too, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was just studio, I'd say the Beatles. Sorry, allergic to seafood. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> All right. This is one of the best films I've seen uh, this year. Really enjoy it. Uh, fucking. Production values are great. It's, it's, it's shot great. The fucking 
The lighting's great. Everything about it is very good. Good characters, good acting, and fucking gore. Great kills, which is what I want to see when I watch a horror movie. And that's what we get here. Intention and plot. A plot that's still confusing to me some in some places. But, you know, I like it this much, not even knowing every little detail. So, yeah. for me, it's high up. It's fucking 9 out of 10. Full head explosion. Nice. Full yeah. head explosion with, with minor rectal bleeding. <laughs> which is going to require rectal bleaching. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, as you said, but as Christian would put it, it did have great cinematography. Cinematography. <laughs> cinematography. I didn't say cinnamon, did I? I, f- I feel like you might have said cinnamon. <laughs> I said cinematography. Cinematography. Because if I did say it wrong, I'll uh, edit it no, anyway. No, you can't edit it out. Yeah. I feel like at one point you kind of stumbled and it sounded like cinematography. <laughs> cinematography sounds like something they would say in like a, a porno it's, or something. It's, it's, I, I don't think I said it because I only studied it, but that's okay. Maybe I did. Maybe I did stumble <laughs> over it, but. <laughs> He's throwing that out at you. I only studied it. Well, I don't mean to be like a dick, but I mean it's it. It would be a really fucking weird thing for me to screw up. <laughs> well, I, I you probably did not say it. Brandon probably heard it wrong. It, no, the, the cinematography was 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 delicious. <laughs> Check out our cinematography. Nah, um, uh, yeah, Dave, I, like I, I totally agree. It was sprinkled in there. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I agree with you. I, I I was delighted by this film. I agree with everything you said. I uh I give it an eight and a half out of ten. All right. Just coming in slightly lower, just because of the films that I've given nines are just a little bit higher up than 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 this one. But again, you know, it's definitely gonna be a, a contender towards the year end show and uh you know, definitely see it a bunch of bunch of other times before then. This is my only nine of the year so far. Oh, well, yeah, because you gave the witch Did you give? Yeah, and Christian gave everything a 10. <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, you son of a fucking... Gave Lord you know, of Mike, Mike, I don't blame you if you never want to come back, but... Oh, he wants to come back. I'll let, to... you, I'll let you go last since you are our special guest, and I'm right there with you, Dave. It's a 9 out of 10. I've only watched it once. I plan to watch it many more times. I do feel like I've been using 9 a lot lately because... Hush and The Invitation both got nine, but this is right there with it. Well, clickety-clackety. What about your head? The cinematography. Fully head-blown. The cinematography. (laughs) I'm going to be pissed off now. I think think I'm mad because you might be right because then I remember switching and going, well, you know, the director, you know, it could be the director of photography as well. That's exactly what I I think I'm like, man, maybe maybe he caught me. Damn it. I totally (laughs) caught you. That's great, man. Cinematography. He knows the exact point. I remember he went to the director of photography right after that. Look look at this. He's switching off the DP because you can't say cinematography. That is you, awesome. You son of a bitch. You might have got me. Now I'm like, how am I going to edit this so that I look good? No, you can't edit it. <laughs> I won't. You Words know I don't. You don't. I know I don't. you don't. <laughs> but yeah. This is going to be our new thing every week now. Yeah. We, we, did, we did Clay for a while. We did Top Notch for a while. So you're going to be like... Hey, Christian, isn't that what you studied? Like, what the hell, man? You can't even. Oh, say and it, we're right? definitely using that since you since you were all dick about it. Like, yes. I only studied. I only studied it. <laughs> With that French Canadian extremism attitude. I'm going to oh. I'm going to Cinnabon tomorrow to study cinnamon. <laughs> 
problem with it is you make it worse because I was trying to like build a case for like there's no way I said it wrong. And so all funny. I did was dig my grave even for like it was the worst choice I could have made. It's like, oh, I only studied it. What do you think? <laughs> oh, That's when anyway. they film commercials for fucking for, cin- for Cinnabon. Cinnabon. That's what they tell their DVs. Yeah. <laughs> Cinematography. Yeah. Oh it's man, that hurts. Oh. Sorry, Mike. We didn't steal your thunder, but we saved the best for last. All right. Well, I am going with uh, Dave. Also, I'm giving it a nine out of ten. I think. Uh, the movie was excellent. It it was fast paced. It uh, you got great gore effects. The there's little to no filler. I felt like it was a natural progression for this director, which is important to me. Usually when they're usually when they're writing and directing a movie, it's nice to see kind of like them take the next step from the last movie. Which uh, we the the three of us that have seen Blue Ruin, I lo- I love that movie too. This one felt like a natural next step in evolution as a director. He was able to use kind of a common theme or a familiar theme, but uh, do something a little different with it. I mean, the only sad note is it's a shame that the lead actor has passed away, that we won't be seeing him anymore. That sucks, but... Yeah, uh, yeah he had a few projects that I think are completed. Yeah. Well, obviously the Star Trek film and uh, a couple others I think he completed, but uh, yeah, a, a shame because... He was, I mean, he's, I, to me, he was already a star because I've seen him in so many things, but I feel like he was, you know, just about to really break out. Yeah. He's still very young. So. Yeah. Uh, great movie. I just talk because I haven't talked about it much. I, I remember I'm, we mentioned it briefly on Evil Episodes right after we had seen it, but just talking about it again makes me want to go see it. And I'm I'm actually surprised I haven't rewatched it cuz like I said I saw it like the first night in the theater and I really liked it and just you know got busy with all the other stuff I have to watch but now after this conversation I'm like shit I need to go watch it again. It's out on DVD now. Cool. Nice. Yes it is. Yeah, it's just, it's just coming out now, isn't it? He's going to keep Dave. with the color theme for the next movie like Red River or something like that now. He's done Blue, he's done green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next movie's going to be um, Cinematography Red. Yeah, go blow yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm off the show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I'm going to go. I'm going to just edit. I'm going to make it the, the most proper pronunciation of that ever. It's going to be like, what? <laughs> that doesn't sound like it, it's going to be so overdubbed. <laughs> well, you It's not even going to be your voice. It's going to be some. <laughs> professional like linguistics <laughs> teacher saying cinematography <laughs> <laughs> I almost said cinnamon again <laughs> now I want to say cinematography cinematography uh, as you know I won't alter it alter oh my god I can't even speak. alter it at all but I'm now I'm gonna go back and listen right away but like <laughs> he's gonna be it's gonna be like six in the morning so like, I can't find it <laughs> See, you guys are making fun of me. I couldn't talk, and look what happened. <laughs> See, this week it's well, I, I, I can't talk either, but I, I mess up too. I, I didn't have the fuck up once in a while. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. This week Christian gets the honors for the yeah. the funniest uh, word. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. But you might have said it fine, in, in which case I get I get credit for just coming up with a funny gag. Yeah. 
then I'm either way you win. <laughs> either way, I'm a winner. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh shit. Okay, well, um, we should get the hell out of here. Yeah, let's uh, get out of here. Where are we going? I don't know. Fucking to the green room. Let's go to the Kiwi Laser Lounge. Let's get some Cinnabons. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. <laughs> Uh, hey, Mike, do you have anything coming out in the near future that you want to plug? Uh, we'll be recording the new Evil episodes in a couple days, but probably by the time people hear this, they'll be, that'll be out. And then the latest Steam Warriors also. So um, pretty much already what, what's already been mentioned on the show as far as what I do. Besides that, you know, sometimes I appear on other podcasts just depending. Um it's all it's to me it's always more fun being a guest because like all you have to do is watch stuff and show up yeah you don't worry about like the editing the producing all of after the stuff that comes after like the not fun part so that's how i feel yeah anytime someone's like you want to come be on the show i'm like hell yeah like i'll I'll be on it anytime so (laughs) i had had a blast though it was really it was it was was a lot of fun you're welcome back anytime yeah, thanks yeah. for joining us, man. Yeah, you awesome. know it, buddy. <laughs> I said you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> Neither one of them did, but. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still not just a dick. Well, no, because he knows that. We don't have to tell him. You're the one that, like, it's almost like you're convincing yourself. It's your spot he's filling. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you have any Canadian in you, Mike? We need we need partial Canadian to replace Christian. <laughs> We're going to have a contest to see if we can find the tastiest cinematographer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I pray that you're wrong. I just hope right. it, it's, it's beautiful. I'm probably wrong now. <laughs> oh, fuck. You probably will be now. No, there's no way because he said he brought up the, yeah, the I, DP after. And I, I so remember him switching to DP yeah, after. I did. So that's why <laughs> I figured uh, I screwed up. Switching to DP, huh? <laughs> Everybody loves double penetration. Yeah, hey, ATM. Yeah, ATM. Absolutely. Honestly, ATM, eh? What type of dyslexic chick came up with that? It's gross. It is. But. Melt the ass, no some problem. Some people like dirty girls. Melt the ass, no problem. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dyslexic. It's all bad. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, sorry, I had to explain the joke. I apologize. I didn't even think dyslexic. Okay, I get it now. Wait, I don't get it. <laughs> ATM <laughs> should really be MTA, is yeah. what he's saying. And I'm MTA! <laughs> mouth to ass. Never ass to mouth. And on that note... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that joke bombed. I'm going to make... Don't worry, by next show, that joke will be a hit. <laughs> with the laugh track I put in, with just Mike laughing in the background, it'll be perfect. <laughs> Mike already, Mike already signed off. That's how bad that joke You should put a laugh trick on a podcast. I've never heard that before. We should you should it. put it on that joke. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> One bad joke, and how many have you done? It's not even a bad Oh, I, all my jokes are bad. Nobody likes my jokes, but I'm going to continue to do them. Oh, you you got to stick by your material. You stick by it. That's it. That's right. That's right. Tell yeah. You. Yeah. We got to go. Shit. Uh, yeah, we, we, we don't know what the next show is going to be. We the ape rights. We'll see you next time. <laughs> we're the ape rights. Ape the rights apes. for apes. You know? We're the, we're the ape rights eating cinematography toast crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here.
fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> we gotta go. Um, we'll see you next show. We don't know what we're doing, but uh, hopefully uh, it's a good one. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna sign off. Thank you again, Mike. It's been a lot of fun, and we'll do it again. And we'll do you guys again, too. Headites. We'll do you real good next show. You'll enjoy it. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Let's get out of here. Remember, <laughs> it's a party, not a movement. See ya. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking chair. That sounded like a movement. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>